Y'all shouldn't feel like y'all being hunting. Y'all should feel like this opportunity. We look yeah. at it as opportunity. Where do you win? Where do you lose? Y'all are getting blessed with opportunities, man. Is your microphone on? I don't know. Yeah, no, boo. Talk your like shit. It's on. It's now on it now. is. Turn it on and then say it's on. You see what I'm talking about? Wow. That's literally what I was talking Chill. about. I thought it was on. How do you say it's on? Can you turn it on? Like in the middle. We heard it click. Shut up. And we can hear you in the headphones now. Yes, wow. I can all really right. All right. Too. All right. It's on. Be quiet. Jesus, let me talk. Hey. I think <laughs> the reason Coach Jordan. Yeah, boo, talk your shit. Ooh, give me some more flavor. That shit was Tyrone Biggins. Alright, enough to know. Hey man, yes sir. <laughs> Sick of that. It got cut that nigga off, man. Be all day fuck around with you, man. <laughs> welcome, welcome to the Untitled Podcast. I am your host, Boo. You are not the voice, you are not the vibes. Uh, favorite podcast, favorite podcast, aka the greatest show on earth. All that good shit you already know, man. Got two of my guys with me. Um, one familiar face to the podcast, uh, Big Kevo. Yeah. That was real nasty. Yeah. With your CD. Also, man, we got uh, who, who, who. I'm gonna go ahead and crown him, man. It's gonna be a legend in the city very, very soon, very quick, man. Um, somebody who who's stepping into some very, very big shoes, but you know, what I mean, something I feel like is more than capable of handling the seat and what's what's going on, going on there, man. So, without further ado, man, the new coach at uh, Savannah High School, man, George Brown. Yo, appreciate you for having yeah, me, dude. Man, like for sure, man, you know what I'm saying? I appreciate it. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, yeah. My guy. He's Savannah, boy. Guys, got that boy from 95, boy. That boy is Savannah, boy. Camden's finest. That boy, Camden East Savannah. Is Camden 912? Y'all Yeah, come on, man. Don't even play with us like that. Y'all ain't 712. Y'all closer to 706 than we are. That's crazy. Y'all are. Y'all are. Y'all do more. Y'all ain't Jackson. Y'all boys ain't Duval. Nah, we're not 904, but. He we got some 904 in this. Yeah, you feel me? You know something? Nah, right, nah, Remember Black Shoe? Yeah, that's crazy. I kind of Bob Pierce. They 912 do. Yeah, they are 912. Shout out to Stetson Bennett, drunk ass. All right, but <laughs> <laughs> the bro is. They're all the same age. Well, you know Stetson was in Georgia for six years and didn't graduate. Oh, I'm about to say, <laughs> no, no, not even being funny. Like, 
that's, that's a, a true yeah, story. That's a true story. But you gotta be a dumb ass nigga to do six years. I understand. Mike, a, a former player from Georgia that I know very, very closely, he told me that Stetson was just a wild boy, man. Just nah, that's why. You that's why. Think, you see what the Quavius? Do you see what the Quavius did for us, bro? With the Quavius, the Quavius got that that that. I heard, I heard he got an honorary degree. I didn't know you could do that. But bro, this is the thing about college, though, right? After you get a certain amount of credits, you automatically can get a general studies degree. Correct. I remember me and Scrap, that was our, because we graduated in December, right? I say, I always tell everybody, December is like the stroke graduation. Nobody graduates in December on purpose. Either you was grinding and graduated early, or you was wild and graduated late. <laughs> but nobody no graduated in, in December. It's, like, it's set up to where you graduated in May. May is supposed to be so for, uh, <laughs> what happened? I was saying I looked. <laughs> He's you know what I'm saying? Nah, you good. We ain't got the cameras out. So yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah, sure. yeah. Ain't no camera. If y'all boys see George right now, not to cut you off, boo, but this man. he look like he from Camden. Yeah, yeah, I ain't gonna lie to you, man. I had a lot going on today, man. <laughs> I mean, you I ain't. ain't don't, hey, don't man. Hey, and my buddy. Hey, he he an AD too. Now let's Facts. don't Facts. don't forget. You can't, now, you can't sell him short. You can't sell him short. The boy that let it direct the two at D Savannah High. The high. The high. The MF in high. The high. No D. Y'all boy gonna bring it back. What the highlight booty? Y'all ain't gonna bring it back? Hey man, y'all, y'all stay tuned. The dream. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> hey, hey, I ain't gonna hey. We playing them boy. They do that. I'm in they too. Hey, hey, I ain't gonna lie that might be in there. Coach Evan, what about your team? Them boys straight, man. Shoot. I might dive on the floor too. Them boys straight. Them boys dive. I'm a dive. Oh God, I'm slide. I might go back to cutting them lights off. Oh God, I'm slide. No, 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 no. You can't cut the lights off. We see what y'all kids do. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but hey, everybody hold their pockets, man. You can't see it. You can't see that, brother. Plus, you can't see that. Really. Yeah, yeah, George, you can't see that. So you to hold your pockets hey, and make sure man. you got everything in. Your stuff you know drops off. You know what I'm saying? Our safe. reaches are deep. Hey, man. Hey, man. Hey, stay hey, dangerous. Man. Stay dangerous, man. So keep guarding your life, fuck, nigga. <laughs> that's crazy. So, bros, off top, man. Um, obviously, Coach Jordan and we and me and Ian talked about it. Um, in the prior episode, because it's Coach Jay's legacy at the high, right? Like what he did for the high, you know, the program itself, how to spend it in the state. So for you coming in, first and foremost, you coming in is essentially an outsider, right? You came from Camden County, you're familiar with Savannah basketball, but you're not a well-known figure. And, right. and it's always been a conversation, you know, for years. Coach Jordan's almost like Coach K. Right, right, right. right. Who's going to take over Coach Jordan? You know what I mean? There's always these names that were thrown out that have been in the, in the city, right? So you got Bakaris, all these guys who successful doing the thing. And then here comes George Brown, an assistant, instrumental in what's been the turnaround at Savannah High. You know what I mean? You guys were Elite Eight last year? Yeah, man. Uh, no, Sweet 16, Sweet actually. 16. Sweet 16. But it's crazy how it goes. When I first got here, from getting beat up on getting beat up by Savannah teams all the time I've been in high school, my very first year, we were 1-17. I didn't know what was going on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't know what the hell was going on. I didn't know what the hell I walked into, but... Gradually, like I said, we got better. One and seventeen, then we went eight and fifteen, and last year we were twenty-one and eight. So I'm expecting to keep going. Were you familiar with what Savannah High's basketball was? I mean, did you understand completely what it was? Or? I'm gonna tell you like this: all we understood was the boys gonna be on the sideline betting when we go to the game. <laughs> uh, we gonna pretty much get our ass whooped when we go and play against Savannah High. You know what I'm saying? But I didn't know. About the brotherhood itself and about everything that Savannah High basketball kind of means to the city until I like 
was around Coach Coach J on an everyday basis. So like I said, it's kind of it's kind of weird to me now, like being the head man and like stuff still coming up randomly and randomly and randomly. But I'm actually seeing now what Savannah High basketball just means to the city of Savannah and everything Coach J has done before me. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, man. quick question though. Hey, honestly, what's the closest you came? In the Savannah High game, what's the what's the what's the closest? Good question. You talking about score wise? Score wise, you know what's closest? actually crazy? Islands is from Savannah, right? No, I'm talking Savannah High. Oh, we just talking Savannah, Savannah High. Yeah, yeah, nobody at Savannah High. Yeah, not Savannah schools. Yeah. Because you was that was five A, and at, at that point, Savannah. Let's look at it like this. Oh nine, my freshman year was the closest I've ever been. And I think 09, we might have lost like 22. Oh, nine, that's dank. That's dank. That's dank. Yeah, yeah I about to say that was when they dang, ain't had no guards. They already had a bunch yeah, of guards. Yeah, Kyrie. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's small. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah they were. They still. Not, yeah, yeah. Still. Come on, still. And then, like I said, 2010. 2010 is where it got kind of 2010, 2011, and 2012 when I graduated. Like, I know 2010, 2011, but everybody was. Yeah. It was tough. Because I know. I know 2009, 2010, we did y'all bad. Man, Every time we played y'all, I threw an alley hoop to Richie from the half court line. We know we that's always it. had smoke for Camden. Oh, man. man. And like we I knew said, they football did season, yeah. Hey, yeah, listen. Yeah. We always had to we take that. That's what my boy said, walking on the 50. No worry about it. Y'all going to see us in basketball. And there's yeah. always a plus because uh, football, that's why we see y'all twice. Yeah, for sure. Football like I said. Hey, but real time, I got a story. Oh, you got a story for him, Kevin? Bit Byron. So listen, we go play Camden my senior year. Man, shout out to Big Byron. Byron paid Dean. I think he was going to Florida State or something. Yeah. He ended up going to Marshall. He was going to West Virginia. Same thing. Man, we go to play these boys. So we mess around. We get ready to get the brawling with Camden. Now, mind you, nine, we, you know, folks yeah. tough. We got cutter. We got gruff them boy. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, till Big Byron bowled me. Yeah. Mm. I stayed there for a minute. You know, I took the, you know, he got to yeah. take all that. So I had to shoot eight free throws. We about to brawl with Camden. All I know is Big Byron. Big Byron was just, just staring. I'm like, boy, if this big bull run toward me, it's a wrap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we just, you know, we beat him by like. Hey, I also want to put out there, I have never seen a, a guy shoot eight or six free throws. Number one, our coach gets ejected. Yeah. <laughs> it was actually a crazy thing that happened. Sure as well, But I'm glad that Kev is actually is on here and letting people know people have a, a, a weird misconception about Cam. The one thing we ain't doing, we ain't going for a lot. Oh, no, nah, them boys fought. Jordan's on them too. We ain't going. We're going to fight. We ain't going. We never had But George did his thing. Listen, crazy oh, thing yeah, is, I sure. knew who George was, but never knew who George was. Yeah. And it's crazy how me and George got close. What? It's, it's very crazy. It's, it's crazy. Like he, he did his thing for he put me. Yeah. You feel me? I, I appreciate yeah. it. He looked out. The very first time Cam met my mom and my sister, they were flying down the bleachers and we thought we was going to have to get on care of them ass. No oh. funny shit. <laughs> That's what we thought. No funny time. For real. That's something about right. We would follow each other like MySpace or something like that. Big misunderstanding. First time I met George was actually, it was funny because George played in the summer league I ran at the Y way, way back in the G, right? And actually, it was the winter league at the time, right? So it was funny because George was on the team, a bunch of the boys who hooped the arms current, right? So they ran through the winter league. I'm talking about. supposed to be playing out there. Yeah, not let us. Yeah, not able to keep our eligibility and everything. Ain't no rules out there. Well, actually, I looked it up and the boys weren't getting. They, there was no prize, yeah, right? So, so no money was being dispersed if you won. So they were straight, and I looked at it to make sure. So that was winter, and I told them boys, like I said, "Hey man, we gonna run the summer league too. Y'all boys pull up, just know summer league different. Like I'd already been working, making phone calls, right? I didn't talk to Sparks, I didn't talk to all them boys, yeah. right? So I'm like, hey, 
Some are going to be different Everybody going to be home It's going to be different I didn't realize how different some was going to be Until that first day And I put them boys against Was it Chris and them? Yeah I think it was It was Chris and them Off the rip Yeah so Chris, T, all them boys on the same roster yeah, Right tough. off top Massacre You know I like man I told y'all boys it's different I told y'all boys it's different like, It was a good run it was, it, it, Honestly I say to this day I don't know if there was a summer league grind in Savannah better than that year. Oh, yeah. No, shout out to Miles for that. Like, wasn't nothing better than uh, that. I'm sorry. Like, the the, the niggas who came down and played in that league, in that small ass gym at the Y. And it was 4 on 4. Yeah, that, I about said, <laughs> I had them boys playing 4 on 4 because the gym, the floor was too and small. It was four four. So, bro, we're going to run 4 so now y'all got to guard. Ain't no zone, nothing. You got to guard. And Miles, you know what I'm, you know what I'm thinking about now. I'm thinking about that. You probably could have sold concessions in that little well, ass one. Like when I tell you, you should be packed in the Y Cav. Like listen, when I tell you packed in there, bro, I know how well we used to do. We used to do like open gym in the Y when Miles let us in. No, they had to put like, us out. We was playing this, league, and I'm talking about them. You games. was gone. You was yeah, gone. I was at yeah, school. Yeah, I, 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 I never, I never saw someone. I was at school. I was. You was at yeah. I about to say yeah. I never was at the Y. That summer league. That summer league was so. I remember. Um, That's the greatest summer league Gruff, I've ever been a part of. Gruff, That's when y'all had to put Keenan out. Keenan about to try to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Keenan yeah. told the referee something. Yeah, just, yeah. Crazy I had, had, I had, I had I, bro. You gotta come on, bro. He's like, man, come on. That's how I knew Keenan was mad. He called my brother. He's like, come on, quit, quit, and like, bro. Miles, listen, bro, listen. I'm like, dog, you can't tell can't no grown man that. <laughs> You cannot say that to another grown mm-hmm. man, bro. There's repercussions. You can't do that. Keenan was different, though. Like, I'm going to tell you what's funny about that game. So they played Chris and them, too. And yeah. it was almost like an old girls versus new girls. You know, yeah. Chris had Zach. He had Chris Edwin. had a fucking squad. Yeah, he had like, a squad. Zach, Edwin, bro. So Edwin. it's really pressure, though, because it's really yeah, like. For no, sure. Because no, no, they already stressed in 2009, a, 2010 to beat y'all. But this was a thing, right? They smacked Chris them. Game one, smacked them. So now, and Chris said, it's a long season. So they come back. It's the last regular season game of the year. Mm-hmm. Chris and them like the two seed. Keenan mm-hmm. and them boys needed that game to make the playoffs. Chris them busting them boys by 20. Yeah. So then Keenan called by call for a foul. And that's when all Oh, that's shit. when it went crazy. Yeah, that's when it crazy. But they had a squad too. They said Keenan and Gruff, all them boys. Them boys had a squad now. It was just that league was different. And that was a grown ass man. And that'd be so crazy. Not saying them boys wasn't, but it was, that was a grown ass man. When it comes to girls basketball, just really speaking like, from like the coaching part of it, folks really never gave Groves any kind of like you gotta be a Savannah basketball dude to really say like nah Groves had some dudes and it'd be crazy because Groves just never made it past Jane Mass December. Once the grades hit in December, that's always what shifted. I, I we can name But that's why I make it so crazy. Like you telling me the 2010 team not one of the best teams like out the city? But that's what was crazy. What them yeah, no, it has to be. It has to be. Bro, we went 30 and 2. We was 1 and 1 and 1, That's 29 weird. straight. Was Randolph your head then? Nah, the crazy nah. thing is, Randolph left the year before. Really? He left the go, before the go train. The no, he went and he, yeah, he trained Kwame. But the yeah. white guy was you guys' head coach. Man, that man just had the face. Mason and Marco coached us, yeah, and them yeah, boys, yeah, yeah. Keenan. Man, Rich, listen. Oh, no, no, no. That, yeah, Richie played then too, right? Bro, Richie was oh, the yeah, eighth man was, off the bench, man. Mason, was Mason, the best. Mason and Marco have been running girls' basketball for a decade. Yeah, I know. Facts. Like, they, they, they were the face of girls' basketball. Like, bro, we literally was one and one. We beat Brunswick. We lose the Metal Creek. We literally win 29 straight before we lose the game on some BS. On some BS. Yeah, yeah for sure. Absolutely. And that what was funny. But yeah, I can tell you just from being at girls and, and seeing what teams they had. Bro, Weenie, Shaw, all them boys, like them boys would be playing. Bro, Groves had seasons where you're going to December, you're going to January, 
and Grove sitting at eight and one, ten and two, and something they, like that. They leave this year and ten and fifteen, yeah, eight, and, because, eight and seventeen, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And it was strictly because they lost half the team or they two leading scores. They lose in January because Grays ain't ain't right. The first year Groves had a team where everybody stayed the whole year was the year them boys ran twenty nine straight off. No, that's, that's the year before a, that. The year before that. Uh, uh, Asa, Nigel, oh, yeah. Speedy. When them okay. boys lost, they lost the Walker Flocker brother, Riverdale. But yeah, yeah, yeah. them boys were racing down, racing on Highway 21 uh, on yeah. Jimmy DeLoach and got in a car accident before they played in the playoff game. Coach Jay calls, and it's funny that you say it like that because Coach Jay calls, he says, Hey, take care of your kids, don't be like gross. Mm-hmm. This the best things they never was. And facts. it's kind of funny because like Coach Jay will even, yeah, he'll be like, George, listen. Every, and there's years, I, I, like, I, I don't want to lie and say the names of the years, but he'll tell me, like, Oh, no, nah, it's been years where Man, I listen, didn't think I, I was going to be like that. 2009, them boys got Big Nate, Asa, Nigel, Speedy, Brandon Jones for a minute, JJ playing. That's that's 2009. 2010, my junior year, is Brandon Marbley, Luther, <laughs> Keenan, Dominique Elliott. Remember, Dominique Elliott and, and Keenan. Y'all had, and y'all had that? I ain't going to. I ain't going to. Dustin, but Dustin ain't really played. Dominique. Man, tall just being out there. So him. listen, so Dominique yeah. Elliott and Keenan, the year before that, Keenan playing, Dominique playing, but you got Big Nate. Big Nate was 6'6", six, 6'7". Six, six, when seven. Marbley leave? He leave 2010. So you got, so Richie, you still you got Richie. You that ball up around y'all, boy. Y'all going to get all that. You got Richie, yeah. you still got Keenan. DJ, you still got Span. He a freshman the year Span, before that. Yeah, Span was, So yeah. then the next year you come, I transfer over, Luther and Brandon transfer over. You still got Keenan, Domo, Brandon Marbley, Span, Luther, oh, DJ, and, uh, uh, Ty Glover. No, nah, Ty Glover was playing like JV. Okay, my, so he my went, senior year is when Ty Glover. Okay, okay, okay. So, like, and, and tell you the truth, like, I want to go play. I like Luther game. Huh? I like Luther too. I like, I like Luther game. was Luther, so Luther was like Kyle Lowry yeah, before yeah, Kyle yeah, Lowry. That's what I'm he had like he had a head. strong game. What missed no layups? You couldn't yeah. really, you couldn't take the ball. Luther was couldn't six. Speed, couldn't speed him up. Luther was six one two twenty five as a as a seven. But he was that big in middle school. Luther mm-hmm. was the same size in middle school he is now. Shout I out to that boy. So, but see, Groves kind of when I left Jenkins to go to Groves, it gave me that toughness. Like them boy really threw me in the trenches. You couldn't grow. I remember I remember coming in from eighth grade and ninth grade playing summer league at Groves. And I remember what it was like then. This is when Turk, both the twins, oh, uh, Cam, Gene, Scott, uh, they had all Curtis, Curtis Armstrong, all the boys was playing, right? So I remember just coming into the gym then and playing summer league, thinking that I was nice, right? I'm coming out of middle school like brush up. Man, them boy like, hey. This shit different. different. Like, this is different. And I looked, one of him and I looked around like it's different, bro. It was so funny, dog. I never forget how cocky I was coming out of middle school. I was like, bro, the only person I got to worry about is boom. Hey, bro, we all like that. <laughs> yo, bro, shit. Yo, yo, I thought. We all and like that. And, and then keeping it a I was not like that. I'm going to be honest. I'm going to tell you who I, had it, who I was in middle school with. Go ahead. No, finish so, my answer. Yeah, so, so, well, I think, first, and then boom went to the beach. Like, oh, shit, boom ain't even coming. I'm oh, straight. I'm oh, good. Man, oh, I want that gym. Man, boom went to the middle school championship. Man, I want that damn gym. Justin oh, Ash, you good. Uh, Justin Williams, damn, Cam, all them. Boys. Like, who the fuck is I knew Cam because it stank. Like, who's all these niggas? Hold on, wait a minute. I ain't, I ain't starting. Hey, hold on. Time out, time out, time out. Yo, I got to go. I got to try. Yo, I'm transferring. I'm going to call some man to Christian. Like, hey, can I go? Yo, I'm, I'm the black hope. You know what I mean? But the thing was, it, it, it again, you could think you a dog. You could think you nice. But it was something about, especially that version of Groves. Like, when you walk into that gym, you walking around them guys, it really made you turn and into. And if you something. did, if you didn't, you just gonna sink or swim. Yeah, and then literally what it was, it threw you out in the water. And it was funny because, bro, 
especially when I was a freshman. That's when John Armstrong was playing. Uh, Curtis, shit, Curtis probably still. I tell anybody to this day, Curtis probably the best football player I've ever seen in my life, like ever. Curtis Armstrong was easily yeah. the best player I've ever seen in my life. Curtis, bro, I was going to Maryland. Tony was going to Tech. Um, Stan was going. It to, was uh, crazy, but hey, nobody. And this one thing, me as the AD now, I gotta bring back that history. Nobody knows the Tony Clarks and and the Bernards that went to Maryland. Like nobody talk about that. And I feel like it should be even Sage. Sage was 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 the uh, Sage was Sage was Michael Vick before Michael. Bro, like Sage was legit. I remember growing up seeing Sage play, mm-hmm. and these kids don't really know. And that's what what I hate about how how it, the sports have changed in Savannah because nobody is going. To the school that you know all your people went to or the school you you yeah so it's like you can't really learn your history because for what who give a damn yeah, who can let you play that it's, free, it's free agency in high school now and for y'all and honestly getting kind of shifting to that for y'all how do because both of y'all are kind of at programs where y'all have had kids that been with y'all from jump street mm-hmm. y'all don't take y'all i mean y'all obviously kids may want to come transfer in i know kids want to come to girls at this point because they want to play for coach Cav. it's kids that definitely want to come to high and play for george right yeah. but the majority y'all core group of kids y'all had from when they came out of eighth grade Thanks. right how do y'all a keep is it well first of all first question is there a focus on keeping them there so for me i'm gonna say it first just because i uh i kind of been doing a little like as a head coach now, um, it's, it's not as tough because if you come to Groves, you want to be at Groves. Like, kids want to come play for me, but their parents are not letting them come to Groves. Just almost like Savannah High because it's a it's a reputation already. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you think of Groves, you think a bunch of fights, a bunch of thugs, and it's really not that. So, like, when a kid want to come play for me, if he comes to Groves, he want to be there. Um, so, it's almost like I get that I'm homegrown. You know, every now and then I get a transfer to um, you know, things having people move from out of town, they moving, you know, pool up Port Wentworth. But like the biggest thing is like like I say right now, like we you know, we starting up, you know, actually getting in like kind of like a little bit of basketball stuff. And I tell them like, how do you want to be remembered? You know what I'm saying? You at Groves High School, you know. Some of these kids, I got a class of like seven this year are gonna graduate and never played in a real high school gym at their home gym. Mm-hmm. They literally been in the middle school. Yeah, so like I'm teaching them more because uh, I was listening to Lavelle Moten. Adversity, you know, that's what t- you know. That's that's what makes men men. Adversity, yeah. you know what I'm saying. So like, I'm teaching them, like you're going through adversity, but this is what life is about. So like, kids that come to me, they they want to be there, and I, I have a reputation and I build a relationship with them that nobody will understand. I know because I don't have. I got. I I literally got. Black and white. You yeah. got your suburban kids. That's Highway Twenty One or a Pooler that yeah. literally got everything, right? Or you know, a pretty much guy. You know, they 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 got this, and then you got the other side that's going down the other side of Twenty One. That's you know, kind of struggling dealing with stuff. So it's like to have them together, it it, it makes us a family because everybody struggles. Yeah. And when we together, we don't. Nobody struggle. It's different from nobody struggle. So that's yeah. just me. If you want to come to grows, you want to be there, but uh. Ain't a lot of kids just transferring to Groves. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to say two things on that. I think the biggest thing with us and over here at Savannah High is kind of like Kevin's saying about Groves, man. Like, it's, it's just a bad secular from history and stuff that's happened. But if you actually pay attention to what's going on just in America alone, like, this generation of kids is just different, like, yeah. period. Now, as far as us getting kids and the whole nine, this has kind of been my biggest thing, like, moving forward and dealing with it. I don't think... I think that we're doing a disservice by trying to go and recruit kids, like, period. Like, we don't do it, you know what I'm saying? If you want to come to Savannah High to come to Savannah High, that's cool. 
But I'm not. I'm not going out here to go. I'm not going. Even if you're the, I don't. I wasn't at one middle school game last year. All right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm gonna coach whatever's in front of me or whatever kids we get because that's how I feel like it's supposed to go. Like, I don't want to go and fake promise a kid playing time. I'm not. I don't, I can't do none of that because right. I want you to earn everything you got. And I feel right. like, I feel like. This generation is trying to skip the struggle phase and get straight to the get straight to the promised land. Like the struggle is what makes people. Yeah. Like I said, I, all of our kids that I that I've been blessed to keep and kind of stay around, it's really been more so on a. I lay everything out in front of them. I yeah. tell you, like I can't guarantee you're going to go to college, yeah. but I can't guarantee you're going to learn from coaches on our staff that all got scholarships to play basketball. Yeah. I can't guarantee that you're going to make it yeah. academically. But I can guarantee I'm gonna push you to be on top of your grades. So I mean, this generation is kind of running, I think, from everything that they need to go through. But we ain't we ain't doing no recruitment. If you want to come play for the high cool, and it's actually crazy because now, truth be told, I'm turning kids down right now. Like yeah. just because it, you didn't want to come over here and from the jump, like right. you see we're winning and whatnot. Now you see I'm the head coach and everything's gonna be a little different now, but. I mean, if you don't want to be over there, first thing, I don't want you to be nowhere you don't want it. And then another thing, I don't want to aid to parents and give you what you want. Right. Yeah. I think that's the biggest thing. Like parents nowadays are more friends than they are disciplinarians. Absolutely. So I'm Absolutely. I'm not I'm not on What's that. What's crazy is, man, me and Joy talk every day. Mm-hmm. I, I call this man every day. We talk about the same thing. Cause like I said, our kids, like, they call me unk. My kids call him unk. So we talk about it. And you know it's it's funny because it's not you know it's it's not as bad as people think it is because again it's the whole generation. Yeah. But what's crazy is now it's getting to the point where it's hard to keep a kid somewhere because you got parents that's literally telling them or somebody else telling their parents you you don't need to be there you don't need this you don't need to do that and it's like you ain't even gave it a chance like I'll put it to you like this I find it so crazy so crazy. That people be walking to school. Like, I had to literally introduce one of our kids to Coach Jordan. See what I'm saying? Back when y'all played and everything was who was. Yeah, you knew Coach Jordan. Even even at what school you was at. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Two coaches you knew Dougie and Coach Jordan. See what I'm saying? Because you growing up, you want to go to Beach or Savannah High. Whether you went there or not, even if you knew you wasn't going there, you had to pick a. When you went to that game on Friday, with you, you. And I'm going to ask you that. We're about to get to that. When you go to that game on Friday, beach in the high, you either a west sider, you repping beach, or you a, you you know east Savannah, you, you know what I'm saying? So that brings me to this question. Now you know what I'm saying, Miles. I ain't co-hosting with nah, you. Nah, you could do your thing. Now that you're in that, coming from Camden, one speak on the difference in like not just basketball the athletes, but just the the environment, the difference in the environment. And then two, going into that. First Beach and Savannah High game. What is the feeling knowing what kind of history is behind it? Hey, I, first off, let's back up. I want to let you know, Miles, that you might have a good co-host in the making. <laughs> You've been doing well with this guy. Yeah, man. <laughs> Sounds like he knows what he's talking he about. Teach me how to talk sometimes, man. I'm real ignorant, man. Sophisticated ignorance. I'm working on the kid. I'm working on the kid, man. But um, I think, I think the the, the funny thing about it is on the outside looking in is. Me not being here and just coming around and seeing how Savannah High and Beach is, it's crazy to me. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy to me in the sense of I didn't have no real basketball rivalries in Camden. You know what I'm saying? Like our local schools will play, but 
in every other sport, it ain't no rivalry because we smacking you. You know right. what I'm saying? Right. We didn't have the chance to enjoy a luxury rivalry, but it's crazy now to me to see how the how that game is like a big thing. And then it's crazier to see all of the fan engagement from it. Whether you're whether there's good teams at Beach right now, you know what I'm saying, on paper, or there's good teams at Savannah High on paper, that game's gonna be packed. Um the trash talk is gonna be there. And it's actually crazy because my first year, I seen a lot of money just being exchanged in the stands. Oh, yeah. Just on some like and you don't know nothing about the kids. When they come like the football and basketball, anything. Beats the Savannah High play. Man, listen. That's eight. You can lose every game this year, bro. Right. But that, at the end of the I year, would, that job gonna say what, bro? Yeah, <laughs> I'll, I'll never forget coming up that that was the so they have all in football. They have what they call week zero, right? So that'd be that game that it happens before the, the season starts. Obviously, yeah, whatever date, but, but this is started started right. Week zero, that game, there'll be no other games in the city. It'd be Beach and Savannah High at Memorial Stadium. Stadium. And you in the whole city. You know what I mean? The biggest got beat up that night? Nah, facts. Right there. The old <laughs> memorial coming down the coming ramp. Coming down the ramp. Bro. Like, bro, I'm talking drug. It happened to the cave, every bro. year. Like every single year. Like, hey, man, you lucky you ain't grew up back then. Cause, you know, you would have had to deal with that. Who that? <laughs> do <Deal, deal> what? <laughs> Seeing that happen so many times. Oh, you talking about? Oh, oh, I'm about to say because yeah, I was there. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah, I'm about to say. I was like, yeah, nah, nah, I just yeah, shit. Who? Hey, but don't yeah. <laughs> hey, but Kevin Miles, this is this is funny too though. Literally, when I took the job. Like, so, so did you really? Did you job. take the job, or were you really like told like, hey, bro, you the new basketball coach? Coach Jay was kind of prepping me for it without prepping me for it. Now, the turnaround time and when it happened, it was crazy because I wouldn't expect. Like, the way I looked at it is, and for me to know Coach Jay as well as I think I know him, he was dropping little tidbits to me, and I kind of knew. But I, it was just one of those things like, all right, Coach Jay, I don't see you getting out of here. You feel yeah. me? You had already been telling me you're going to leave. And why the hell would you leave with this group of kids we got right now? Like, right, it's right. crazy. There's no way. I, you know, I respect Coach Jay for that because uh-huh. I know a lot of coaches. Who leave when they get bullshit Man listen Coach Jay left out on top Like what better way to leave on top And that's his And that's his way That's that's what he's making sure People are understanding And knowing I ain't run when everybody else ran Cause listen After 1 and 17 You can ask Coach Jay I said Coach Jay I don't know about this yeah. He said George listen you got to stick that through no matter the cards that you dealt. There was games in that 1-17 season where I didn't even want to play because I knew the outcome. Yeah. He was like, nah, George, you take them ass whoopings. But he literally told me, literally told me, he said, George, in three years, you're going to be giving them ass whoopings. Hey, that going to matter. Them boys played me last year. Well, I was there. And all them hey, kids, and it's hey, funny now hearing them all my had, kids Them boys saying, had beef with me. I'm like, yeah. yo. Hey. No, them boys said it. I, mean, I never forget. Sorry. Sure. Right. Well, yeah. First of all, them boys beat about 20 last year. You remember that hey. shit, Coach? Yeah, we on your way. Tonight. I yeah. said, yo, and and I and I don't want to I don't want to put nothing out there about it now. But now that they that they realize, you know, what I'm saying their potential a little bit. I feel sorry for every team that really beat our ass. And let me because I let, can't even call it off on the boys and, now. I can't. And that's, a, and that's a good good uh kind of turning point too, because y'all don't went from being the team that the hunt the yeah, hunting you, 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 every you, aspect you, of you, it, man. y'all done went from a team that was hunting you know hunting last year mm-hmm. trying to make a name to now every if you from the city you know ball you know what's really happening you know the high high. Game, right so now y'all the hunted how do y'all feel how do you feel as coach right 
right, because it's you, Miles, and because I'm sitting with you, Kev, I'm going to tell you how I really feel. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Hey, everybody talk, else. George. I see you November 28th. Everybody else ain't getting the same luxury you're getting, man. You know what I'm saying? But to be honest, man, I think my kids are going to. I should be sitting over there not saying a whole bunch. You yeah. feel me? That's just kind of how I'm looking at it. Because they're taking the approach of, number one, you're a junior now. Right. You know what I'm saying? I was I was blessed to have these kids playing JV as eighth graders. Right. <laughs> so that kind of put me ahead of the curve. And like I said, we just went through ass whoopings for a couple years. And now they're more so like they got games. I, I gave them. I, just, I literally just gave them a hand schedule. And if you see the games that they have circled, they're not even games that I'm expecting to be games. Right. Like, and Simon's my boy. He knows this. But Beach, like, they, they have a special place in their heart for Beach. Yeah. Like, yeah. they fuck with girls and they fuck with Kev. Yeah. And like I said, they're going to play Kev hard and they kind of know what's coming with it. It's, it's yeah. a different type of game when we play girls. Like, it's it's really emotional based. It's really... Because our kids just have that relationship. But yeah. our kids... That's, that's more of a sibling rivalry. Yeah, it's more of a sibling rivalry. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. Just talks. But when I tell you, like, it's some teams, like Beach, like, they, they are... I wouldn't be surprised... I wouldn't be surprised if people leave that game early. I'm going to put it like that. And I'm saying that without saying that. Yo, listen. Yo, listen. Hey, talk. Listen, George don't talk like this, Miles, so to understand what he's saying. Hey, like, hey. like, But you know why he ain't see it grows? Cause we split an image, and y'all niggas swing with the right, we swing with the left. Yeah, I, love it. I ain't say girls. I ain't hey, say girls. Hey, off like to be hey, I ain't gonna hold you. One thing that, and when I asked that question, I had a follow up to it, right? And for y'all boys and Kevin, though, like you know that whole little brother shit. I don't like calling niggas my little brother, and the reason why. Because I came up with niggas calling me their little brother who had no right calling me that shit, right? <laughs> so I tried because so I felt like a lot of times when little niggas say little bro, it's on some sunny shit. But honestly, if from a love standpoint, y'all boys are like little brothers to me, right? I look at y'all like little brothers. When I see y'all do shit, I pull up at your yeah, press conference. Sure, you do, you do. You know I appreciate me? that. Because I'm just proud of shit of you for doing what you're doing, this right? man fussing me but like the big brother. I like fussed at you because you need it they daily on a daily basis. Uh, hey, it ain't just you, Miles. They got on my ass for yeah, 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 if I need day. it now, no, I don't need it every day. Cause you don't do it every day. If you do it, you the problem. I learned my lesson. Yeah, we, yeah, you, yeah. See, that's what I like. About I learned my George. lesson. I told George one time, George would be cool, and I ain't got to worry about it no more. George, George, I'm sorry, I'm the oven hot. Yeah, nah. I was that kid that put yeah, that hand. See, 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 I'm sorry. taking my hand off. It's still, I ain't, I ain't never going to it. If it ain't, hey. if it ain't lighting up, if it ain't hot yet. Can't put it. It's 85 degrees. He gonna put his hands on it. Anybody that knows me knows that simile. I say it all the time. There's two type of niggas in the world. One nigga you tell the oven hot. They say cool. I believe yeah. it and leave it alone. The other nigga got to touch the stove to see just how hot it is. Kev is the latter. Kev just got to know how hot that stove is. He got to see for himself. To man. Kevin, that stove is hot to you. See, I get taught. See, see me. George get taught off of, you know, explanation. I get taught off of observation, like experience. Man, but I got to experience. You got to go through it. It depends, go it, depends, it. it depends on who it is for me, for real, for real. You know what I'm saying? It, it really does. Like, certain shit, depending on who you are, yeah. I'm going to listen to what you got to say. Yeah. Now, there's a lot of people who, who try to tell me X, Y, and Z. Like, key example, when I got the, when I got the Savannah High job, yeah. four people, the first thing they told me, oh, don't lose the beach. Yeah. Never met the people before in my life. Right. Literally, that was their words. Like, hey, we don't lose the beach over here. Yeah, and I'm just kind of looking at. I'm like, all right, well, I appreciate it. Yeah, but yeah, I, I take, I take from, I take from what I know from who you are. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. True. If I could see you 
in the crevices, doing what you're supposed to do, kind of staying out the way, I will take something from you. But it depends on who you are and depends on what we're talking about. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? There's not a lot that I'm about to go listen to you for, like, I'm trying to give a good example without giving a good example. Charlie Brown. <laughs> Shout out to Charlie Brown. That's my boy. I'm not going to take a whole bunch of coaching advice from Charlie Brown. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But if Coach J tells me to do some shit, you I ain't going to think it twice. I'm going to try it. Shit, fuck it. It's yeah. Coach J. <laughs> yeah. And, and see, and I say that to say, man, there's a quote from Kirby Smart, right? And they asked Kirby about University of Georgia. And they said, how do y'all feel about University of Georgia going from the team that's hunting to the hunting? And I feel like this is something that actually both y'all can take with y'all. And Kirby looked dead at him and said, hey, man, I'm going to tell y'all one thing about it. We ain't never gonna be hunted at University of Georgia. Yeah. Like never. This football program will never be hunted. I don't care how good we are, how much we win. And for y'all, I think that's the mindset for both y'all teams that that have programs that y'all turned around. Hell, you know what I mean? Cause for y'all and you you did it, you know, obviously early on, then you came to the same thing. Mm-hmm. Like these programs start with the nine grade and J V teams, right. right? Like what you're doing with them is gonna dictate what happens on varsity. It's always been that way. You know what I mean? I don't care if you got the freshman that's nice to play mm-hmm. varsity early. Still need to get them reps, man. Yeah, them boys is playing J V, that's what's gonna carry it. They junior senior year. You know what I mean? So for y'all, like, I feel like that's kind of the mindset for y'all to take into these seasons going forward. Like, mm-hmm. yo, I don't care what we do at the high. I don't care what we do at Gross. Like, ain't nobody hunting. How you going to hunt us? Man, and, and, like, and like, if I'm literally answering your question about the hunting thing, that's like when people ask me, do you feel any pressure? I said no for two reasons. Number one, nobody will ever do what Coach J has done in the history of High school basketball alone. Absolutely. That's that's number one. Number two, nobody ever do it in Savannah. So I'm, it ain't no pressure for me. And then, like I said, from like you speaking on being hunted and hunted, like this is a game we're talking about playing. Absolutely. But I will tell you this, my kids know I ain't gonna let you disrespect it. And the best part about it is, if y'all want to be college basketball players, y'all want to be hoopers. Y'all shouldn't feel like y'all being hunting. Y'all should feel like this opportunity. We look yeah. at it as opportunity. What do you win? What do you lose? Y'all are getting blessed with opportunities, man. Is your microphone on? I don't know. No. Don't sound microphone. like it. It's on. It's now on it is. Now. Don't turn it on and then say it's on. You see what I'm talking about? about. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's literally what I was talking about. Chill. I thought it was on. How do you say it's on? Then you turn it on. Like in the middle. We heard it click. Shut up. And we can hear you in the headphones now. Yes, wow. I can all really right. All right. Too. All right. It's on. Be quiet. Jesus. Let me talk. Dang. I think the reason Coach Jordan is not going to be copy is because I don't I don't think we're going to we're going to have to sit around. You know what I'm saying? I'm not I'm not knocking it saying you know we can't be at Savannah High thirty years. We can't be at Georgia thirty years. But if we just being honest, I think opportunity is going to present itself a little more, and and the opportunities we're going to have and the things we're going to be able to do right now, it's going to set up some you know open some doors for us because we know when Coach Jordan was at the high. You know, it wasn't a thing for coaches to transfer after five years. You know what I'm saying? That wasn't something big. So now you got a situation where, you know, it's 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 the microwave stage, even with, you know, opportunity. So so you you can't get stagnant. So I feel like right now, George has a situation where he has six kids who legit can be division one players. You know what I'm saying? So I think and, and I'm only speaking from what I see from George because I honestly, truly believe George can be a great college coach very, very early. I think my in my situation, I, I'm not going to say I can't be the coach Jordan of Savannah because I, I think I might be here a little, you know, I don't know what it's going to be. It could be a little longer, you know, but other opportunities I see may take me from, you know, basketball. 
I think George is gonna get the opportunity because one, he's humble. Two, he's a he's a student of the game. Three, he listens. And four, his work ethic. Like he his kids are gonna do whatever he says because they trust him and he is gonna do it. So I think that he's gonna be get a chance to be somebody's uh, assistant coach and in the, have the opportunity to really be you know, a college coach. So I think when it comes to the Coach Jordan, like, I don't think it'll ever be a Coach Jordan because I don't think anybody's going to stay somewhere, you know, for 30 years. Yeah, that, I about to say, that's first off. You got to stay 30 years. Yeah. And I think that's, a, that's it's also different, too, because Jordan, your situation is different. You're Savannah, right? You came from Savannah. You're from Savannah. Savannah knows you. Yeah, Set right. roots here. Like, your roots are there. So if anybody's more likely to be that type, it'd be you. Right. You know, George from you know is different because George came from a school that didn't have a rich basketball history right. off the top, and he left that school and coaching somewhere else. Right. So while I do feel as if Savannah High's tradition and all them things mean something to George, like George takes pride in that. You know, I mean, he's happy to be the coach. He's proud of him. You right. know, I me mean, all them things. At the end of the day, those aren't embedded. Right, right. unlike so, me, like me, it's kind of yeah, like it's embedded. You, like I yeah, can't just, like, yeah, you can't you, just up and leave. When, when you became the head coach of Groves, like those conversations were different. Right, I know when I talk to people, and you know, I mean, I would say, well, shit, you know, care the coach, can't Oh, for real? Like you know, what I mean, it's different. The conversation mm-hmm. if me and stuff me and you have talked about with folks or alumni who've been right. there who are discussing coming back. Like those conversations are different, and they're based off of. You being there and right. honestly for Groves to get back to where it was, right. it would have to have been somebody who's been there, been in churches one there, mm-hmm. understands what it means to, you know, have that right. G across your chest like and know because a lot of folks don't. Like you right. said, what you said earlier, right? When you start naming we name all these guys who came to Groves hooping and playing football, whatever. Like these kids now don't know who they are. Mm-hmm. They have no idea. And I'm saying, bro, like, that was a, like, name the best nigga you've seen. Right. Cool. He's better than that. Like, he was 10 times better than that. <laughs> yeah, you these kids, see, like, like, nah, I ain't knocking. Imandre Bowles, like, Shaman Norman. Kids like that were good. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But the kids, Zim, like, kids that, these kids don't, these kids talk about one Zim year. Zim would tell you about his uncle. Right. You these know what I'm saying? But these like, kids talk about. One year a kid being really yeah, good. We talking yeah. about Boom started as a freshman Boone and played started. in the state championship. That's Andre Bones too. No, he's a different. But he's no, different. listen though. No, but Boom is my favorite player. Like this, I grew up wanting to be James Fields growing up. Oh, okay, so that's his thing. But Boom yeah, played yeah. in the state championship. It's one thing to play in this, and, and I'm talking Boone, about Boone, starting. Boone, 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 right, yeah, yeah, like he's starting at 15 years old. And to go to the state championship twice, I was just pure human too. And what and what people had to realize too, and me and Boone grew up. Together. I knew Boone since we was kids playing for the Stars. Like me and Boone since we was eight years old. Seeing Boone as a freshman starting at Beach, coming into these gyms, playing against Groves, and hooping like hoop. My brother, my brother was a junior, right? So I'm at this game. My brother know who Boom is because Boom is his little brother, homeboy, right? Right. So I'm watching the way these boys are approaching. This little nigga starting. Oh, they bruh, them boys was on boom ass. Man, boom and was a watching it and watching them boys attack boom the way full court press 94 feet. Don't care. Don't yeah. I don't care what we running, coach. He ain't so boom. I never forget, man. Shot the tie, man. Tyrell Morris played at Groves. I remember the boys came in the Groves. Beach came in the Groves from the jump. Tie. Full court press. Don't let him get the ball. Don't care. No, no. He wanted him to get the ball. Yeah, everybody want piece of him. I want you to see this. No, no. Like literally, like, like Tower walked. Tower was jog. I never forget. Tower was jogging up the court. Well, wait. Let Boom get the ball and then attack him. It wasn't denying the ball. No, no, no. Get it. I want you to have it. And I'm on you because actually I remember. 
um, that Boom brought it up and Ty ripped him, went down, laid the ball up, looked the Boom, and the boys brought it back in. But then Boom went down, got an and one, and that's when the gym, you know, how the gym, yeah, get, you know, started between, going crazy, you know what I mean? But that was dope to see, but that was the tradition in Savannah, like, oh, mm. basketball, man. So and Boom won two middle school championships, and then two oh years later, went to two state championships, like, at the start. But think about it is, so... Being a ninth grader in Savannah, you don't see you're not playing varsity. Right. Boom Jarrell Smith. Jarrell Smith. Jarrell Smith is probably in my generation, Jarrell Smith is like our Deion Sanders. Mm. Because he legit Jarrell's best sport was baseball. Nobody don't even know it. Mm. But he could throw 75 yards and he was the starting point guard for a ranked team with a with a dude that's going to the University of Colorado. She can't yeah, with Boom, yeah, so, or Ben Toby. You got Jarrell, you got Boom. So the history of Savannah basketball that I played against, these kids don't even, these kids don't know it because these kids aren't going, these kids don't go to high school games. On Fridays and Saturdays, That's we were Tuesdays, Fridays, Saturdays, we was going to high school games. Even if it was Beach and Jenkins. Yeah, it don't matter. Like you was going, these kids don't, or they go to the games and they're not enjoying the games. They're going to, if I'm at a basketball game, I don't care about the chicks. I'm not trying to walk around when I was in high school. I want to watch Casey. But I want to watch Casey. I want to watch Boom. I want to watch. You so, with, so, so with that being said, do you all feel responsibility to kind of bring that back as now head coaches who understand that history? Well, let me let me let me get Kev right quick. I'm gonna tell you this. Now, for me, and like I said, everybody, and you guys see it a little more because like I said, we talk, we kind of know each other a little bit. It's crazy to me, like I tell Coach Jay all the time, if, if y'all know the jobs that Coach Jay has turned down to stay at Savannah, oh, yeah. Facts. me, nah, for real. George Brown, Go. Like, you hear me telling y'all this? Yeah. There's no possible way. Right. There's no possible way I don't take one of those 20 there jobs is, he got. There, yeah. I think Kev is in a in a situation right now. Like I said, big shout out, big shouts out to Kev. You know what I'm saying? Just for everything that he's done for girls and his legacy alone, man. And then he's doing all this. Damn near what you went? Final four, no gym? Elite eight. Elite eight, no gym. And let me tell you, you know what I'm saying? A couple things go his way. He's a state champion. No yeah. gym. Like yeah. people don't understand how hard it is to do what Kevin Evans is doing for Groves. Like I can't even imagine being and on top of that, he's being AD too. So uh flowersy, you know what I'm saying? Big ups. I think if anybody has the trajectory to be even close to following in Coach Jordan's footsteps in any area, it'd be Kevin Evans. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then on top of that. Kev is in a situation where he does he he's me I think me and Kevin are so cool because he he cares for the kids like I've cared for the kids and that's right. where me and Coach Jay kind of made our connection. It doesn't matter who they are, no matter what sports they play, Kev gonna be there. Now with basketball, I think Kev's tradition is gonna get richer and richer and richer. And like I said, especially when he moves into his own school and you could say actually roots in the place. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Actually, actually gets to real deal help build something of his own because now like i said yeah girls has tradition kev is a part of girls tradition and kev now has a chance to continue continue and make his own legacy in his own tradition which he already has winning records as a coach right. like the accolades are crazy what, how many re coaches of the year you got two he got two you know what i'm saying like stuff like that doesn't happen i don't think kev gets enough flowers in his own city you know what I'm saying? And people know him. Yeah. People kind of know me, you know what I'm saying, for playing at Armstrong. And, you know what I'm saying, the city accepted me. But when I leave Savannah High, or if I ever leave Savannah High, it's going to be, all right, who's next? Right. Kev leaves girls. It might be a – they might burn down. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just because everything that he does for that G alone. 
And like I said, Savannah High means a lot to me because it gave me a start. You know what I'm saying? Well, Camden technically gave me my start because I coached a year there. But Savannah High really adopted me. They gave me my first head coaching job. Coach Jay, like, instilled everything else into me. But it's just crazy what you guys being from the city, you know what I'm saying, looking in and paying attention to it. Like, yeah, even you can, boo, you can ask Cam now. You, you, you know. When y'all both told me how big of a deal it was, I didn't realize how big of a deal it was, me being Savannah High, you know what I'm saying, head coach, until all the people started coming out of the woodworks. And y'all already told me, you know what I'm saying? So y'all kind of prepared me for it. But I was like, damn, this shit really means something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I think me. Man, I wasn't I want the toughest basketball player coming up. Like, don't get me wrong, I bust a lot of niggas' ass, paws, and hooping and shit. Yeah. But I just feel like I didn't have that. I wasn't the Savannah Hooper like, yeah, we going to see Kev play. And so see, I think sometimes when it comes to me coaching, folks look at it like, man, Kevin wasn't like that in basketball. You know what I'm saying? So I think a lot of a lot of folks really they doubt it. Cause I done heard folks, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know, yeah. It's a lot of y'all that be in my face dapping me up now. That is, you know, go back and say, man, Kev can't really coach. Kev can't really coach. So I think for me. The tradition is getting there because, man, we don't went to state three years in a row. Yeah, I can't coach. Yeah, but I don't worry about that because at the end of the day, I'm changing kids' lives. And people think going to state is hard. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Easy. Like, they think you're supposed to do it because yeah. you're friends. And that's and what I found out. one of the hardest regions. I'm talking about, man, you got Johnson and Beats every other week. You got Calvary who going to have some. You got Long County who just went to the Elite Eight and lost to the team that played in the state championship. So I ain't trying to give them no credit, but I think this team's going to – I think Savannah Country Day is going to be a sleeper, you guys. Man, they going to be this good, year. man. Everybody in the region going to be good. So yeah. I think for me, the tradition – I mean – Honestly, the, the the hardest part about being at Groves now is that these kids aren't traditional Groves students anymore because you have so many different places. Yeah. So for me, it's like me trying to really under, get kids to understand like when you put this G on your chest, it got to mean something because even when I tell them, I wasn't a, a Groves rebel. You know what I'm saying? I was at Jenkins. Yeah. But when I got to Groves, like I don't even rep Jenkins for real. Like Unless somebody tell, like Miles would be like, Man, Kevin ain't go to Groves all four years, like yeah. because I really Miles will let it be known. Too. But, but Groves, but see, Groves adopted me for yeah. real. Like Keenan, Domo, DJ, I knew all of them growing up from like AU. I played with all them boys. Like I used to eat at Domo Mama's house. So when I got to Groves, it was always love. But for me, I think my biggest thing is because I'm an extrovert and because I know so many people mm -hmm. got I think people kind of respect me. But I think a lot of folks. They really be. I think a lot of folks give like really want to be around to see if I'm a fail or to yeah. see when I do fail. They can say, "Oh yeah, yeah." yeah. 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 Like, so that's what I think a lot of. I think now the the, the 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 base I got now and how people come behind me. I'm gonna be honest. When we was getting our ass whooped and going two and twenty three, Miles was the only dude yeah. that was really there for real. Like Keenan, Domo, them guys was there. Gruff, them guys was there. Mm -hmm. Like I'm gonna keep it a buck. The girls, kid dudes I played with and those alumni have been there when we was getting our ass when I first got there. So now it's almost like I know what y'all seeing, but it's like Keeping somebody like Miles and somebody like George, you with me? Mm -hmm. It make me understand like who cares what they say. Miles tell me all the time like I be like, hey bro, I'm about to get on this losing. I'm about to say this. And Miles be like for what? What you doing? Gonna speak for itself. Yeah, so, and that's why I don't do a whole. The lot tradition of, for me for girls is I think I got a chance to really make my own legacy. Like let's say I do stay at girls ten years, nobody can say they did anything I did because I mean let's be honest, girls hosted the first round game. You yeah. know what I'm saying and, and lost. When I was in, you know, 10th grade. Like, I legit, nobody can say they won two state playoff games in somebody else's gym. 
like no BS. Yeah, no, no. And like I, I said, you I, can I, do I don't it, have a home gym. Man. So I think, and I appreciate you for giving my flowers. You know yeah, what I'm saying? You need them, man. But it yeah. don't even, it don't even be for that because I love the game and the game been so good to me. Yeah. So it's almost like I feel like sometimes, like right now, that's where I'm supposed to be at. Like when you think girls basketball, you gotta say Kevin Evans. Got to, got to, got to. And you got know, to. and and I know, I know, forget, man. And and like Cam said, I've been pulling up on Cam for a minute. Yeah, I was pulling up the JV yeah. games at Beach. I remember he lost a game at the buzz at Beach. Um, coaching JV, I remember pulling up a girl at him at BC. You know what I mean? Coaching JV. Um, you know what I mean? But I never forget. I went to a region tournament game. They were playing Johnson at Windsor, and I, I went. This was during COVID, I believe, like twenty twenty. And uh, I'm sitting first, there my watching. First year. Yeah, your first year. And I'm sitting there watching this game. And the team that Johnson had at the time, that's what the manager, all them boys, the girls honestly wasn't ready for that game. They had no reason. But every time Johnson tried to go on a run, girls would walk it back. And this is a very close game. And to be quite honest, I believe y'all was up at the half, right? Man, they called that, that they called the foul. The, the grab and they went down and hit the free throws to go up five. We had yeah, the ball yeah, and they didn't call a foul. We reached and get a foul. Mason said that's a flagrant. They go and hit two free throws. We yeah, lose the game like yeah, five points. Yeah, exactly. And um, but I remember tweeting at the time. I like, hey, I ain't gonna hold you. This boy coaching his ass off because I'm looking at what's going on and I watch. And I've always said, and Coach Jay Parker could, could, could attest to this, right? It, I'm I'm a football player off top. I'm a football player. You know, I hoop a little bit, but I'm a football player at heart all through me. I'm for we see basketball different. Mm-hmm. We approach basketball different. Well, football, well, basketball, everything is up and down, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's not a whole lot of time for adjustments. You know what I mean? Like, I gotta call fly. I gotta call somebody and talk to you. Yeah. With football, you know what I mean? It, you know, we get time to look at shit. But also with football is if we do this on first down and I do something. On second down, they're going to exploit that. Mm-hmm. And if I do something, on third that down, they're going to exploit yeah. that. So each play, I'm seeing something different when you're trying to beat me. So then when we look at basketball, it's a little different because every single play, you're looking at what I did wrong trying to beat me. Basketball, it take a little minute like, oh, they doing this. But shit, we halfway through the first quarter. Nine, they up ten. The best way Coach you know Jay I mean? says it is people always say that basketball is chess. No, football is chess. Football. Basketball is checkers. Absolutely. Yeah, it's it, definitely who, who can get the most. Who it, it, can get it, the it, most it, it is. Because with football, it's so many other. So, and I say it to say, I know like the times I coach basketball, right? It was always easy for me because it's literally what Coach Jay said, like, uh, all right, bet I've been people y'all were doing it to me too. Coaches be out here playing yeah. chess, and I'm yeah. like, yeah, yeah, it's two possessions. I know exactly <laughs> what you're doing. Like, oh, okay, you're gonna take this way, bet this is what I'm gonna do to fix that shit. You know what I mean? So when I'm watching Kev coach and I'm seeing these adjustments he's making on the fly, and I'm like, this boy really coaching his ass off. So for me, it's all it was always frustrating. To see situations where he didn't get his flowers yeah, as just a coach yeah, and the support, because I'm like, bro, y'all really don't know what this man's doing at the school. Like, y'all don't know. He didn't have the kids. He didn't have the talent uh-huh. from the jump. He cultivated, built that, developed these kids to one. Just again, like we said earlier, grows to make it from December to January. Y'all grades right off top. You know what I mean? To get them kids, you know, to get a kid like Gerald in school. You know what I mean? In, in, in thriving at Chipotle. Like, to get that, to, just for that to happen, you know, flowers should be given. You know what I mean? But it's like I've always told Kev. Like, end of the day, none of that shit matters. Anymore. None of that shit matters. Man. It doesn't. No. Like, the flower, like, nobody, i never forget. And I talked about it at some league at the WAP. 
And I told them boys that I said, you know what? I said, y'all boys going to really appreciate what I did here when I leave. Mm-hmm. And when I left the Y, I started getting, man, they ain't let them. Told y'all niggas. Like, y'all going to appreciate what I did. Like, the, all the things. And this is going to be the same concept with you. Like, it is sad, but it's almost like they really want to appreciate what you're doing, what you built, what you created there, like, once you're gone. Yeah. I'm going to tell you what the best flowers that I've ever received. And like I said, I've, I've been, I mean, I'm pretty pretty heady. I've gotten a lot of, like, accomplishments, awards, leadership accolades, like, a whole nine. The biggest thing in my mind that I've ever received, like, compliment-wise, like I said, I've received a lot, is me taking over this job and Coach Jay literally saying, like, George, ain't nobody going to tell you. I'm going to be the first one to tell you. Like, if I didn't see what you did and how you do for these kids, there's no way in hell I leave. You wouldn't get the job. You wouldn't have gave it to you. And people are really salty about not getting the job. And like I said, it probably means a lot more to them than it means to me just because... But it ain't for... They don't... It don't mean... Not to cut you off. It don't mean nothing for the kids. It's more so for whoever... Everybody else that can say, oh, hey, man, it's the coach for the hire. It's the coach. Like, you really in the trenches with these kids. I'm in it with them, And and that's why I say, like, and I'm, I'm going to tell you this. And it's like brother to brother. And one thing I want to know, because this is one thing I told you, I finally learned. Sharon White told me this. And I literally watched Lavelle Moulton. Sharon, I, these are my guys. I, I love watching them, how they coach. I learned to coach and practice, adjusting the games. Yeah. So chess is practice. Yeah. Checkers is the game. Because I learned, and this, I, and I, I swear, you're going you gonna to tell me this. When you're coaching and practice, you're coaching, you're coaching, you're coaching. But when you get to the game and kids start doing things, and when they're making mistakes and you're yelling and fussing at them, I realized after games, and I was sitting like, man, I'll be honest. The night I, I broke my hand at Beach High School, lost my cool, I sat down in the, in the locker room, and I was just thinking about what I was doing, how I was reacting to calls. Yes, I was getting bad calls, but I got so focused on the calls yeah. And yelling and fussing that I stopped adjusting. Mm-hmm. When I watched the film, the simple adjustment was Simon went to a higher up zone, put James in the middle. We literally practiced one through one offense every day. So it, it was like because I was so and that's and, and again, and I'm saying this because like that's this growth is, for you, man. This Just is my turning point of me being city, emotional. You know? I've always been emotional. I've always with my, my feelings on my sleeve, Miles, my mama. Even you said yeah, you see me tripping and have to tighten up. I've learned that I can't be so emotional because emotional man to kill somebody and regret it at the end. And I think a lot of times now, a lot of them, that's powerful. Right there. A lot of mistakes mm-hmm. I've made in my life. Now today, like right now, sitting here, this just came to me. Like I know what I have to do better and to be different, to be a better man. And one thing I learned that. Adversity introduces a man to himself. So, like man. sitting here with y'all just now has really changed me and opened me. Like, boy, Kevin, like my eyes really just open up. Like, I know what I gotta do. And from the conversation we had earlier before we even started mm-hmm. recording, I'm really like, I know what's going on. So, yeah. I just want to tell y'all, but I appreciate y'all oh, for yeah, you for feel sure. me. Let yeah, me be able to open up. Yeah, y'all are the reason why I legit have chills about the season. Like, I'm yeah. not even being funny. Like, yeah, I I kind of got a good idea what I think our kids are gonna do. But y'all have seen him. Y'all understand. And then, like I said, the the biggest thing for me is just I want you guys to go out there and play and have fun, bro. Yeah. Like, nowadays, people are using their kids and milking their kids for the wrong reasons, man. Mm-hmm. Like, you have to make it be in this. Like, so, the fuck, yeah, you can play basketball, but I want you to go be a doctor, bro. Yeah. I want you to... 
I want you to be successful in something else besides basketball. And our kid, my kids don't really get it right now. I'm really just teaching them life. Uh, that, that's my biggest teacher. Because as soon as you get out of high school, life is going to punch you in the face and that shit going to be hard. <laughs> I think one of my favorite movies, man, is Friday Night Lights, right? And the reason Shout out to the jersey you got on, man. Ask him his name. Hey, you know this movie by heart, too, man. Don't get a movie. He would tell you the movie by heart, man. We ain't put booby in, man. Let me spin, coach. But nah, real shit. So in that movie, right, if you watch a lot of the undertones in that movie where was that high school sports was the epitome of these people's lives. Right. And once they got done playing ball, they just went off and just did some other shit, but nothing meant more to them than that. And it's dope in the moment, but what you want, and it kind of speaks to what George said, right? Like, you could win as many state championships, all the shit you want to, but yeah. this is a blip. And it's you're successful as a coach if you build them into men that understand, like, yeah, when I was in high school, I won a state championship, but... Right now, I'm the CEO of this company. Right. Or I'm this. Or I'm providing. Or, and not, I mean, you ain't got to be that. Just right Yeah, I was this in high school, but right now, I provide for my mm-hmm. family. My kids are safe, taken care of. They eat well. Roof over their head. My wife is happy. Like, all these things. I'm a family man. Take care of my people. We live a comfortable life. Like, that's what's important to build. You know what I mean? So so that's first and foremost. Um, secondly, um, it was funny. Before we came on and recorded, um, like we was kind of talking to George. Like, man, I already know. Like, Miles gonna be calling me at the games, and Kev was like, "No, he's not." Yeah, he ain't. I'm like, "No, nah, I'm not." And, and and it's funny because I know for me, when I played, I hated that shit. Don't just playing, shit. fuck coaching, just <laughs> yeah. playing. Like when the I game was lost. over, like oh, when the game was yeah, we lost one, whatever. Like I was always on the yeah, just, we flushed that shit, man. Move on, right? And I learned that at a very very early age. So I never forget when Kev um uh, lost in the elite eight. When Kev lost in the Elite Eight, I uh, I called Kev the next day. Kev Norman phone call, okay? Called him, called him a couple few hours later, right? Kevin Norman. trying to talk to nobody. Right. <laughs> so then the following day, I called Kev. He finally answered. And he was like, man, I said, I don't give a fuck about that game. I'm trying to figure out what, your, what you look like the next week. <laughs> what your work schedule yeah, is, bro? You coming to work, yeah, bro? Yeah, nigga. You, all over yeah, you nigga, got money to make now. I'm calling you about that shit, nigga. Yeah. We're trying to get some more money. Like, in the fact that the matter was, bro, you, everything I've told you, everything we've talked about, we discussed, all that shit, like, that's done. Like, like you know that. You know what I mean? You know them things. So, like, I'm not going to be the one to rehash the shit. I'm not, now, if you call me and ask me a question about some shit, of course. You know what I'm saying? Well, I mean, from what I saw, X, Y, and Z. I told Kev, like Kev talking about like coaching being nothing to practice. We had a uh, conversation early when, Co- when Kev was coaching, and I think he was coaching JB at the time. And I said, Kev, you talking about nah, that, that was the, uh, nah, you talking about when uh, I came to work, I, I, I quit, I stopped practicing, I sent him home. Oh my God. And you yeah. was like, and, and yeah, so so there was a time, right? And Kev, um, that's wild. and Kev uh, was lost to Jenkins, I believe. And That's Kev canceled practice the next day. He was fed up. Didn't show up. Didn't come to practice. Ain't no practice. And Kev told me that, right? And I came went, to work. And yeah, he came to work. He he had he had to you know to courage his convictions, right? Like Kev was like, nah, bro, like I said, so what what they gonna get out of that? And Kev was like, I mean, nah, cause them boys I I want them boys to sit down and realize, you know what I mean, blah, blah, blah. They gotta know for themselves. I said, Okay, well, they gotta figure out on their own what they need you for. Like, yeah, what are you doing? Like if they gotta sit down and figure Man, out, you know what? That was the turning point. Matter of fact, I'm be, that was the turning point of my. Because remember, I, I lost my first year. I went zero and three. Oh no! Nah, yeah, I remember. No, I went zero and four. Yeah, you zero and four. Yeah. 
I went on four. I lost to Woodville, Jenkins, do Hampstead, and I think I lost to Woodville again. Mm-hmm. I went on four my oh, first year. Too, though, yeah. Yeah, nah. Well, yeah, Jenkins had a point guard. This one, Jenkins had uh Lil, yeah, what's your boy name? I can't, man. Uh, uh, uh Monty. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, I know you talking. Not to cut, my, but but see that time when Miles told me that Miles left work, mm-hmm. and I sat in the car and I was just like, but I never send, send nobody home ever again. I never do that because it was like, like you said, if they don't need me, what I'm here for. Yeah, man. And, listen, in ever since then. Yeah, because the focus was was on, again, if I'm looking at it as, as a player, right, if my coach, if I lose a game and then the next right. day my coach ain't showing up for me, how he expect me to show up for him? 100%. You know what I'm saying? Like, we talked about Demasi off mic, and I said, yo, like, Demasi was an asshole, right? But we loved Demasi, we expected Demasi, we'd have ran through a wall for him because, you know, we knew in everything he did, said, or whatever, Perfect. and it was, it was never disrespectful. Yeah. You know what I mean? Everything he did and said it was a purpose. Like he was trying to pull the best out of us. You know what I mean? So we had a conversation. That was the basis of it. I was like, bro, like end of the day, like you're the adult. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I told him, I said, bro, you ain't got no gym. You ain't got this. Like, and I asked him, bro, you know what the bunker mentality is? And he was like, nah, what's that? And I said, bro, a bunker mentality essentially you saying it's us against the world. Like it's us that we are literally is we all we got. Like it's us together. You know what I'm saying? And, and literally, that's all y'all had. Y'all ain't had no gym. Yeah. Y'all wouldn't get no way to practice for but real. We was practicing. Man, listen, the, Miles never came to Mercer before. He came to bring me some equipment and pulled up and said, Kevin, you said it was a jail. But damn. <laughs> yeah, that's when you really, really see But it. I was practicing yeah, you was outside good. on the court because they were doing GMAS testing in yeah, the gym. You've been through it, man. That's why I yeah. said it's so crazy. I'm going to add y'all to this list, man. There's five people that know why I coach you or why I even thought about it. Y'all going to be seven plus your followers, you know what I'm saying? Big time podcast. I'm For real, 40K views. I did my research. You do something, man. The only reason that I'm even a coach now, and it's crazy because my uncle, he's kind of like Coach Jay is in South Carolina with football. Yeah. Real big South Carolina State, you know what I'm saying? Run the whole thing. My other uncle, he played at Wisconsin. He coaches. And then I have just, like, my coaches have always told me, even my dad, he was like, you're going to fucking coach one day. Watch what I tell you. And my dad, he used to be on my ass, boy. Like, literally. And I always told people, I ain't coaching. I ain't. And I've always had the book smarts to kind of do whatever I really chose to do. And literally, the only reason why I coach now is for the people and the kids in my hometown. <laughs> I want them to understand and see, like, you can go to college, play your sport, get a scholarship, X, Y, and Z. But you still have to make a livelihood for your family. Right. In any way, shape, or form. And you have to understand what your purpose is in life. Like I said, I'm real spiritual. Like I said, if God is my guy, he's real, real tight. And when I realized that all the schools in the world God could have put me in, because at first I was like, my, even ask my mom, my sister, like, fucking Savannah, how you would you started at Gross. Yeah. I did start at Gross, Southern. Yeah. <laughs> I did start at Gross, and that's where I thought I was going to be at. No funny shit. And like I said, some shit happened in the hood. You know what I'm saying? Just in savannah high in the area and the first thing my parents were telling me to go yeah and i kid you not when i thought about leaving my grandma called my grandma was like god but you're here for a reason boy yeah. think about it now yeah you you was at your old high school you was in camden them kids in camden don't need you mm-hmm. they don't these kids in savannah need you and like i said the bond that i built with some of these kids and relationships alone like i think they're gonna last way past basketball and i want these kids to understand out here like bro you don't have to be a hooper to make it in life Absolutely. just like in my hometown mm-hmm. if you ain't no football player they look at you funny right you know what i'm saying 
yeah, you can go off to college and do the X, Y, and Z, but you're coming back home to, to what? Right. And that's what I want kids to understand, bro. You can go off and be whatever you want to be, and you ain't even got to go far. Right. You know what's crazy? Going back to Coach Jordan, you know, Coach Jordan don't talk a lot of X's and O's with you outside of, like, practice. People oh, don't know that. I'm going to tell you another thing, though. He, this don't, gets he don't like talking here. about basketball outside of basketball. Since I've been with Coach Jordan for these three, well, yeah, three years, I've only seen Coach Jordan draw something on a clipboard twice. Listen, I only seen it twice. Let me tell you when I saw it. Low line. When me and Coach Jordan talk, because he's a Twice. church member, we talk. He's going to draw it to you quick. He, you better get it when he's he draws it. He ain't going to show you again. Coach Jordan showed me my, the first thing he ever showed me when we lost to Cross Creek. And I sat down in the locker room and I was crying. And it's so simple. Because too. I was so disappointed in myself because I, I felt like I left the city down. Yeah. And to see people come to that gym and have one to see us win and have one to see us lose. Coach Jay was mm-hmm. the big head. He was. Coach Jordan came in the locker room. Everybody, it was just, I swear to God, it was just me and Coach Jordan in the locker room. Matter of fact, you yeah, were yeah, outside because he told out. everybody. He told everybody get out. And he, he, he sat down with me. He told me not to go in there. He told me to wait. Jordan said, wait. Mm-hmm. Let's he he talked to me. He took a board out. He said, look, you'll never lose a game like this again. He showed me what he showed me. And that was Coach Jordan's first time ever showing me an X's and O's since I've been knowing him. We walked out. Excuse me. He said, uh, I don't care about wins and losses. The man you're going to become yeah. is going to be bigger than basketball. He gave me, I, I spoke. Kobe died January 27, mm-hmm. 2020. I spoke at church about purpose. At 8 o'clock service, 11 o'clock service, Jordan gave me a basketball. He just wrote the date on it. I spoke at 11 o'clock remember. service. The minute I was, while I was talking, the thing with Kobe is going on. And mm-hmm. I'm speaking on purpose. I'm talking about purpose, like how basketball changed my life. I was a badass kid. Like, yeah. and I had guidance. Like, I was the kid who I knew right from wrong. I chose to do wrong. Yeah. And Coach Jordan literally walked with me, talked to me at church. And when he gave me the basketball, he told me, he said, here, here, Kev. And I never thought, like, why you Not gave me this basketball? Like, why you, you know what I'm saying? When Kobe, I was sitting there long home when they said Kobe passed away. Everybody devastated, everybody crying. The first thing CNN said was talking about what Kobe was doing outside of basketball. It's talking about the 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 uh Mamba with all the the trademark and with the with the with the medicine. He was talking about all of that. And it was like the purpose Kobe was starting to serve was way bigger than basketball. And when they said that, but I know like I looked at my mama and I was like, man, this man Coach Jordan, like. Cause you talk to Coach Jordan, you don't know what the hell he be saying sometimes. Right, like yeah, you know, yeah, little yeah. humor, like little humor with my boy. But you know, yeah, but he, but you, but you know what he's saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. But you know exactly what's going on. So you know what I'm saying. Like Coach Jordan definitely is that that uncle. Cause he won't let you call him a granddaddy. He that uncle who, yeah, when you listen to him, some of the stuff he says, you don't get it until years later. So like right now, the basketball he gave me is still at the house. Miles, this is I'm gonna tell you what kind of guy Coach Jordan is. Like I said, he told me the story, and when Coach Gordon, who is kind of like my uncle, when he retold it the other day, we were doing um in Market Arena Media Day, he was saying that I'm gonna put the scene for you. Coach Gordon coached for Coach Jordan. Coach (laughs) Gordon left and went to Johnson. He took some of them kids on that Savannah High team to Johnson. Long story short, they're playing Coach J and Johnson. Were they playing region or state? 2013 state championship. They're playing the state championship in 2013. Mm-hmm. Coach Gordon's bus breaks down. I never knew this. We never knew this. Coach Gordon's buses breaks down. Johnson's bus breaks down. Coach Jordan sends his bus to go get him. 
Mm-hmm. They would have been late regardless, which means he would have won the state. Right. I love Kevin Evans to death. That's my mm-hmm. boy. I ain't yeah. gonna lie to you. Yeah. Simon, all them boys. I promise I ain't sending no bus. <laughs> I promise. <laughs> I pro- I'll send you a bus. I'll send you a bus after we legally say that we got the that we got Boy, the win. I'm thinking yeah. his man about to say some sentimental shit. I'm not listen. I'm glad you don't come out. You know what I'm gonna do, my house? I'm gonna call you. Be like, hey man, George just called me. Say his bus broke down. What you think I should do? My house is gonna be like. I mean, it's it's one of two people in the world. It's it's the ones that touch the oven and the ones that leave it alone. Go with some house. I ain't touching none of in the day, boy. Bring me. I tell you what, Miles. I, I'll probably call Kev if that's state championship on line. Yeah, I'll probably call Kev and be like, "All right, Kev, I'm about to send my bus to come get you," and walk over and tell the refs, "I don't know where they at." <laughs> but you know what's funny? Say what's funny. It's a reason why Kev, I always let you do me the same way. It's Not a reason. Funny. It's a reason why I always like George, and that's why I probably did the same shit. I'm gonna keep it. I'm gonna keep it. Come on, Kev. I'm gonna keep it hundred. I'm not sending no bus neither. You know what that reminds me of sending a bus. But that lets you, you know what kind of nigga Kev J is. That's you know, almost like, like when you knock a nigga down and you help him up. It's like that commercial. What a commercial when uh, the referee said it was that boy's ball. Hey, coach, out on me. Coach, 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 I've taken a kid out for saying that. Hey, no, hang on front and go playing one on one or doing anything with Joe when it comes to basketball. I'm not the I'm listen. Anybody play basketball, Coach Kev? I am not the nigga to give you foul calls. Call your own fouls. But I'm not gonna say in your ball. No, it's not, nigga. It's game point. You crazy hell, Walt. You call that shit? What? You when you call it? I thought no, you, you gave know, it to me. You know, what, you know what I was? And one don't mean foul, nigga. And if you don't say my ball or foul, cause what? And but no, nah, real, real question though. Real question. While we sit here, a bit, bro. How? What is it seeing? Both of us that you kind of watched. I ain't gonna say grow up, but you saw us. Nah, he had a hand in helping us. Grow but but I'm saying like at the, when we was at the high school, when you saw us, like we both were in college. You know what I'm saying? What is it seeing our growth and give us a couple of maybe not weaknesses, but things that you saw us change in these last years of you being around us? Um, for me, the main thing was just. So in, in Javante, that's a great question, but yeah, hold on, man. You gotta let me hold this man. And and I kind of include sauce. I include Javante yeah, in, in that mix man. with y'all boys too, like y'all my guys. And you know, for me, a lot of what y'all do, I saw in me, right? Like I saw, mm. so so I normally gratitude people. I see, I see myself in, right? Yeah. So I know when I was when I I was in Savannah, obviously went to George Southern, graduated, went to Augusta for a year, came back. And I remember what I wanted to do in the city, right? And I knew the opportunity just wasn't there. And I'm fighting. I'm banging on doors. Like, the whole story about how I got where I'm at was crazy. Like, I was interviewing for a, YM, a job at a YMCA in, King, in Kings Mountain, North Carolina. I'll never forget. And uh, there was a guy named Kevin, funny enough. And, and Kevin wanted me for the job. I didn't have the experience. So... He said, yo, and the funny part about it was, after I didn't get a job, I sent an email just thanking him for the interview. So he really appreciated that shit, all that, whatever. So another job popped up in Charlotte, and he said uh, he referred me to the CEO. CEO interviewed me, said the same thing. I just had no experience yet. Okay, cool. So he said, but hey, if I set up a meeting with the YMCA in um in uh who that? Oh, Simon. <laughs> so. So yeah, so I set up an interview. So he said, if I set up an interview with the CEO, if I set up a meeting with the CEO down in Savannah, who was Joel at the time. No, yeah, sorry, Randy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Randy, uh, Randy, uh, Randy Smoker at the time. Yeah. yeah, Randy Smoker. Joel was about to be the CEO, but it was Randy Shout at the time. Joel, and uh, so I sat down with Randy, man. We talked for a minute. Randy brought me in with Joel, talked to Joel. Joel's CEO, CEO right now. 
And Joe set up interviews with like four different wives in the city, right? And I met with all these people. And somebody finally gave me an opportunity. My first job was actually I was a fitness attendant and a sports assistant, right, at the Y. So what I was doing, this is me out of college with a degree. I'm wiping down treadmills and bikes and shit and setting up fields for, for soccer practices. Like, this is what I'm doing. You know what I mean? So I understood that ground. So when I see y'all, like, George, sub, you know, it's a substitute teacher. You know what I mean? Trying to get it right. I'm watching you. You know what I mean? You you a paraprofessional. You work, you know what I mean? Like I'm watching what y'all are doing. So I started seeing myself. So I'm like, all right, cool. Let me just give these niggas game. But you know how I am with shit. Like, it's going to be a long handle spool. I'm going to give you a little bit. And I'm going to see how you take it. Because my. really man. might take the stuff and put it back in the bowl for yeah. you. Because I, 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 I want to. He's going to remix it and blow it off a little I, bit. It's too hot for you. can't I, take this yet. Because I don't know where you at with it, right? Like, I could give you all this game in the world that niggas gave me, but. They didn't just give it to me. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's that whole shit about how the game is to be so not told. Like, right. you have to earn, like, what I know because I had to earn what I was taught, right? So, you know what I mean? So, seeing y'all's growth, seeing certain things and hearing certain shit y'all say that I know I told that nigga that yeah, shit. Yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? Like, it makes me proud to see. Again, like, when we went to, to George's press conference when he announced his Van High Coast, like, I was sitting there. Yeah, you know, proud. Like, I knew George my whole life. You know what I mean? Because it's like, damn, like, I remember... Him coming in, and I remember people you know, just talking about, you know, the jock. You know, again, Savannah High's basketball coach job has always been a big thing. Charles. And I was like, shit, I ain't gonna hold you. They, should, they might have given that shit to George. Man, keep, me and you both said it. Me and both like, man, George, you're gonna be the head coach. I don't know what you think going and on. Being transparent early on, I remember saying, I don't know they're gonna get this to George. And yeah. not, it wasn't a knock on George. Nah, it was just, just the way me the knowing is, Savannah, yeah. knowing it could. I said, we, the we said, man, there's no way they he, he, he not from Savannah. And that, and he ain't gonna get it to him. And literally, my thought was, like, man, George is a great coach. I know George could do it, but. They not gonna give it. Man, to Savannah, I'm not gonna let no outsider come it's in for this job. It's like I said, it's going, it's going to be. I ain't gonna hold you. Now, Joe, we didn't do. We ain't never thought that Coach Jordan was gonna make the decision exactly. best for that program. And I never knew. I never thought that he would co-sign on. Because I'm be honest with you, what my thought always was going, what I always thought was gonna happen, especially when I found out he went to BC. I always thought Doug was gonna be at BC for a couple years. That JT phone call was gonna be made, and he's gonna take that job at the high, and that was gonna be the end of it. Even with yeah, but but I, I thought that that was going to be the, the the that was going to be everything coming full circle, right? Like I knew it was a, it was a you know fat chance of that shit happening, but still, you know what I'm saying. So so that's the first part of it. Uh, what was the second part of your question? What some things that you saw us grow from, like things you saw us doing that was maybe immature, or maybe we had to grow, you know what I'm saying? Like, like obviously, the conversation we have, what have I you think, saw us with our growth? I think for you, it's a little different because I knew you longer. So I saw a lot of your immaturity more than I did with George, right? For you, it's, and you said to yourself, a lot of your things was that you, you were two things. One, uh, being transparent, accountability wasn't your best attribute, right? Like, there was, it was always hard for you to say, that my, you made a I, I mistake wrong. My bad Right It was always a reason Why it why happened it Like it was never that I did I just fucked up It was that Well this happened And this happened And this happened Bro I'm telling you I was doing this But then this I'm like bro Like Forget or Fuck all that Like This happened You made a mistake The answer is I made a mistake It ain't gonna happen again And move on As long as you keep on Well this You know man This one happened That one happened You're never gonna realize And learn from the fuck up and that was always the goal. Like, it, the shit happened. It's cool. 
But let's stand, let's stand in that. I'm just like standing in your square. Like, all right, yeah. cool. I deal whatever. Even if I thought at the time, let's say if I made a mistake and I thought I was just outsmarting the situation, and the situation came back and bit me in the ass. All right, cool. Hey, man, look, this is what I thought. You know what I mean? When I was a little kid, I fucked up all the time. And my dad would tell you this shit. I fucked up all the time. And my pops would say, one thing I give Miles is Miles would do, he would fuck up the same, he would do the same shit, but it was always a different way. Like I never fucked up the same way twice. So my goal was to, I don't know, let's say I want to stay up late and, 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 and watch some shit. I remember when I was a kid, Chappelle show came on after I was at my ass in bed, right? So I would find, I, bro, I found a million different ways to, try to, watch to watch that shit. And it always be something different. Whether I just act like we would sleep, like, you know what I mean? I might turn all the lights off in the house so I think everybody in bed and I'm going to sneak downstairs. Or I may be in my brother's room watching. You know, I'm going to find some way to watch this shit. I may say, but I found out they show Chappelle's show at, I think it was 11 or 10, but then that bitch come back home at like 3 in the morning. Mm-hmm. Fuck it, I'm going to wait till 3 in the morning. Room. Yeah, I'm going to come back at 3 in the morning and watch I'm going to watch this shit, and I was determined to do it. So I would never fuck up the same way twice, but I was still fucking up. You know what I mean? So that would be, that's kind of like for you was the main thing of seeing that. The second thing for you, especially culture wise, was that what you said about wearing your heart on your sleeve. Everything was very emotional with you. You took a lot of shit personal. And I would tell you, this shit's not personal. Like it has nothing to do with you. Like it's the game. Like now when you got thrown out of the beach, that was personal. But (laughs) everything else, like this shit's not personal. No one's thinking about Kevin Evans when these things happen, like this shit just happened. It may be bad. The ref may be a bit made that game where you played George and Matt last year. And I told you, I said, yo, I never give you excuses after the game, but that was probably one of the worst officiated games I've ever seen and had shit shot Kalila. She's not there. Ain't no telling what that game looked like. She was the only one trying that had to a clue. They're trying to keep it consistent. But other than that, it was, it was terrible. And I said that, you know what I mean? I came on this podcast and said, yo, that might've been the worst officiated game I've seen in a long time. You know what I mean? But and it wasn't about the excuses. It was more so about understanding, okay, cool. This is what I'm up against. This is what I got to deal with. I never let you use not having a gym as an excuse. Never. That's your circumstance. Okay, cool. I'm going to deal with it. Like, what you going to do? You going to sit around and bitch about it? Nah. You know what I mean? You got to wear that. You got to take it. You know what I mean? So that's the main thing you. The only uh, thing I would say with George, which I always thought that George was... Selling himself short A lot of the time Mm -hmm. Like George wouldn't necessarily get Like George was almost Just kind of accepting of shit Yeah And he would never really give himself You know what I mean He he never put himself on a pedestal Almost too humble Mm -hmm. You know what I mean So seeing George step into this lane now With George really like Nah like y'all got to see us Yeah You know what I mean We asked that question about them in Beach And like man yo Like they I don't see this game being close you know what I mean? We running their asses out. Like, them are type things I like hearing. I like seeing that confidence being shown. Like, and it never comes off as cocky, but it's just it's honest confidence. Yeah. Like, nah, like, I know what we've been building here the last few years, and these are the fruits of our labor. You know what I mean? And then I think that's the main thing um, that I can say. Like I said, with George, George was different because, you know, I met George later on. Like, George was in college, about to graduate. By the time and when I really got to know George, it was he was out of college already. You know what I mean? I saw him around at the wild, like yeah. I knew him, you know, he was counsel, all that shit. But for actually getting to know George, it was outside of that. He was he was a grown ass man by that point. Hey, but I'm gonna give you something funny. Miles don't even know this for real, for real, like on some real funny shit. I met Miles at Georgia Southern though. 
Mm. I met Miles at drunk, Georgia Southern. I don't even want to say he was drunk. I really just want to say them boys was enjoying them they time. When was he not drunk at Georgia Southern? He might have been drunk. You know, this is a good talk. I don't know this. Listen story. now, y'all. I, I I can't remember exactly where we were at, right? And I and I like I said I don't want to just throw names of people here because I don't want to I don't want to keep it a thing. But I had some friends from Camden at the time, mm-hmm. older guys, and like so you know when you get in college you get a whole new fruit group. We're out doing something, Miles. Never forget it. You were in a polo shirt, backwards hat. Never forget the shit. That's Miles. That was me. That Listen was Miles. Like I said, years, <laughs> years, With some long ass Nike socks. Years later, <laughs> years later, when I kind of like put two into the guy, I was like, oh shit, that's that was booby. Something's going on, whatever, 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 wherever. We're at the bar. And I remember Miles coming up. And like I said, I, I just kind of knew him. From just afar and seeing him, I had seen him at a tailgate before. Like you know, when you be around, you can yeah. kind of tell, yeah. like, okay, this nigga's somebody. Miles bought me a drink, and I don't even think he bought the drink. I just think I was standing next to him at the time. He was like, "Hey, little bro, you want a drink?" <laughs> I'm like, "Hell yeah!" <laughs> but look though, this word gets crazy. From then, Miles has been looking out for me all the time and don't even really realize it. When I worked at the Y, Miles had already had shit set up. My first job out of college was a sports coordinator at the Y. Me and my boy Ernie. All right, Ernie Shout had already Ernie. been there for a little bit. Ernie, Ernie worked directly under God. Miles, you know what I'm saying? It felt like I fucking worked for Miles because we didn't listen to shit. When I say shit, our boss told us when we was working at the Y, I literally listened to Ernie and Ernie, oh yeah, Miles showed me all this. So now as everything transitioned, I essentially ended up, Miles got a better position. I ended up meeting with Joel. Joel told me I reminded him of Miles. That's tough. That's and tough. it's crazy as fuck. It's like, I could go back on my email right now and show interviews of me trying to set some shit up with Joel Smoker. And he was telling me that he remembers. It was a guy. He said, man, you remind me of this guy, Miles, man. You're going to like him. You know what I'm saying? If you ever get to meet him, y'all work in the same area, in the same area. I ran into Chris. That's when I, around the same time, Hannah and all them kind of same plan. Chris was telling me the same thing. He was like, man, you remind me of Miles. Like on some... Just the way you go about shit. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So now, like, being hindsight 2020 and full circle coming back on this couch, I think about how Miles has looked out for me, our other job, just in general. It's fucking crazy. Miles don't get his credit either in his flowers. So, so, big shout so out what we're saying is, Miles, he's you and I'm here. It, I ain't even saying nothing. I'm not saying it looks like that, but, but, but Miles, if you... Miles, when I tell you, it's it's a funny story thinking about it's, it. Like I said, that's when that's when platinum was. You know what I'm saying yeah. big in Statesboro. Nah, in like it, yeah. this man George is Miles and I'm in. Bro, literally, shout I out to Big Bro in. Shit, hey bro. GTO, it's all right, bro. I'm your clone. Miles, and it was one of the nights too. I'm talking <laughs> nah. about one of them nights. That's tough because I remember. Yeah, bro. He don't even remember, bro. He so don't know, bro. Nah, cause when he said when he said can't, like, so we talking about Mario and them boys. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That's crazy. Like yeah, he and they had like a very now it's very very likely. It was a lot of Camden. People, yeah, it was a lot of Camden yeah. people in Statesboro though at that time. Like, yeah, I want to nah, tell you a nah, lot. Facts. Like, I was going there. Hey, but I ain't go front. I seen no. George. I seen George in Statesboro one time when I was playing in Waycross. Yeah, <laughs> I seen George in Waycross one time. All over for real. Yeah, a lot of them boys like from Canada was and it was cool as shit. Yeah, I remember, yeah, cool. and it was funny because we really, honestly, the way all this got cool was I we played against each other, right? Yeah. And the only niggas Camden really respected was Groves niggas because we was the only game. We the only one getting boys hell in football, right? So I remember when we got the. We all got a Georgia Southern, and you know it's football. So we and this is football back in like the early two thousand. Back when football, so was football. it ain't like how it is now where yeah. everybody got Instagrams and shit. Yeah. And I, I know you 
Like I, I see you online. in person Yeah I can see you in person Oh that's such a Like it's not that no more right. right It wasn't that bad then. But the only time I knew you Was in the paper And when right. we play on the field And when we watch tape on you mm, I don't right. even know What you look like for real right. So when we playing flag football At Southern and we playing and nigga, you know we get it talking or whatever. Like, bro, where are you from? Tell them, oh shit, Damn you played it. Uh, oh, you went to Oh, you, oh boy, you Mario West. I remember mm-hmm. you cut like so. That's kind of where a lot of that shit came from. You know what I mean? But yeah, nah, that's a believable story. But that's dope. That's like, crazy. Yeah. Like, that's crazy. I ain't never that, said. I ain't never yeah, told you like, that. Nah, What's nah, crazy you know. is I got a story. This man George was supposed to go to school with me. I was actually. Listen, crazy. me and George got cool, crazy. Like I said, all right, George put me on somebody down the counter. You well, feel me? We came I've, been look, I've been looking out for Kevin. So, you feel me? Listen, so me and Joy, like, I really don't even know how me and Joy, like, we just, I think we got cool. Matter of fact, somebody from Camden came to Savannah, and I think we all just were kind of mutual yeah, friends. I, I meet George, so we cool play each other basketball. We talking cool, cool, cool. End of the year. I was smart enough to build friends with these boys, man. I was like, <laughs> I, was like I, I don't know what everybody else going to do. I'm a hoop. Yeah. You feel me? I'm going to go and get my 15, you know what I'm saying? I'm going I'm to I'm do what I do, but I know we can do Every time. Lunch, but I'm a hoop. So I might as well be cool with these boys. So we, yeah. had, I'm at Waco. So they respect me a little bit. <laughs> Shout out to the Swamp Foxes. I was Shout a, out to the I was a Swamp Fox. Fox. Nigga, you so were still a Swamp Fox. I'm in workouts, yes. right? So I ain't go front, and I ain't go. I blossomed late. Like by the time I really blossomed, like I became a killer for real in, in Waycross, Georgia, because all you I could no do choice. was play basketball and go to school. Like, mm-hmm. like I had a crazy ass white coach, Coach Baldwin, and this man oh, legit, man. like. Like it was crazy. That man told me, "Oh, he would kick my ass back to Pula, Georgia, because you're not really from Savannah. Your address <laughs> says Pula." I said, "Sir, excuse me." So I'm in the gym. George walk in. Mind you, I really don't know him, but I know him. Yeah, just man, we, this man became my brother. I'm like, I don't even know this nigga for real. I know he put me on something. I still talk to what he put me on. This man coming in the gym. So I'm like. Oh yeah, you gotta come to Waycross. You come to Waycross. I'm come. like, hey, but I got listen. You gonna you gonna be my roommate? But yeah. I got everything set and up. I tell you, my dad is like, oh yeah, you need this nigga. You it's need that you you shit. Fuck that. You man, need it. My nigga, mom said, man, listen, not going there. Miles, two weeks later, this nigga say, I'm going all strong. I'm going all strong, nigga. We got a plan, nigga. The fuck you mean? <laughs> man, going I'm talking about. I thought I was so junior college, and like I said, that that time with them, they had a stick, boy. Yeah, I ain't gonna front. That taught me like like Waycross taught me like. Uh, yeah, yeah. Shout out to Coach Bowen down there. Nigga had me running in a hundred and four degree damn weather with. I think I was in drawers and socks. It was so hot, bro. I never, bro. That man gave us some compression shorts, bro. Like no book. They really like that was the trenches. We was he on a football field. Trenches, trenches. And was running. I didn't believe him. three and a half miles. The heat index is one ten. We was out there. I had a team that was in no. Socks. Fucking day one too. He ain't even like day one. But Miles, you go to State of the Union. That's three hours. Monday you go to get a physical at ten o'clock. You got practice at two o'clock in the afternoon at Waycross. <sighs> Nigga, you is running two miles. Your first day of college basketball. You got two miles on a football field. Then you got weights for an hour. Then you in the that's gym. Terrible. They don't turn the AC on in the gym uh, until basketball season. That's October. Nigga, I wanted to quit. <laughs> Man, that's, you know what I mean? That's, yeah. I remember them stories. I remember them stories for sure. So, we briefly mentioned um, these games at M-Market Arena, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that's, obviously, we talked about some other shit off mic, but. For y'all, man, cause I really feel like this is going to be one of those things that really kind of bring back that old feeling, um, restore the feeling in the city. I remember Savannah High Beach was always at Civic Center. You know what I mean? It's the only place that can hold a game that big. 
You know what I mean? I remember the region tournament being held at Savannah State. Like, the only place that could be, you know what I mean, that could take those main Savannah schools and put them in one, one arena that could hold them. Because, you know, with the region tournament, we would show up for the first game and be there all night long. Like, nobody's going home. We watching ball all day. You know what I'm saying? So, for y'all to be, you know, instrumental in being coaches in this situation, being part of plan, the planning process, you know, making it look the way it look. I'm excited about it. I'm told Kev, I want my damn flow seats. I don't know how the seatings are seats are gonna be set Crazy. up, but I want to be I need to be on the court like I'm going. I don't care what's going on, I'm there. For y'all, what do y'all envision this event to be, first and foremost? And second, what does it mean to y'all to be kind of instrumental in the whole event as a whole? Like being the first time we're gonna see something like that in this brand new arena. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like this is something that's going to be going on for yeah, years. It's crazy. And the first time it happened, y'all at the forefront. Like, what's that like for y'all? I'm going to go first just because, like I said, Kev is from Savannah. He's Savannah bred. Like, this yeah. is his shit, you know what I'm saying, more so than it is mine. I appreciate y'all and everybody from Savannah that's let me come and adopt it and let it be my second home. Shout out to my coach, too. My Camden Darnell. Yeah, I'm not one, too. Darnell Jackson. That's my dank shout out to him. But for me, it just, I'm glad to see basketball continue to be the forefront of savannah and i say that because i'm coming from a place where football is the forefront of my hometown right and i was basketball heavy you know what i'm saying i played it all but i think this is very very instrumental for the community number one because it gets it gets everybody back under one roof at one time so i look at it from a situation of yeah, these kids see that they have problems with each other, but the end market arena can't have no problem with nobody. Right. You know what I'm saying? And maybe that's the time where you're in end market arena and then your big cousin's there and then maybe the kid that you're getting into it with, y'all both meeting, it ain't even a thing. Y'all sitting in squasher right there. Right. I feel like for the community alone, like the basketball is going to be the basketball. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to particularly speak on the teams that were chosen and the games that are being played and how it's going about, because I feel like that could be altered a little bit if we're just talking Savannah basketball in general. Right. But for what it means to the city, I think it means a lot, man. And it gives a, I'm not going to say a cease and desist for one night, but like y'all say, bro, y'all know ain't nothing going on with Savannah High and Beach playing. Yeah. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Y'all might fight, you know what I'm saying, before the game X, Y, and Z, but at the end of the day, everybody's locked in trying to enjoy the talent that the city has. Absolutely. And I think that that has to be the forefront of what we're trying to do. Push these kids' talent out there and just help them understand help them understand and see that this game, and that's what I'm doing with my kids. Like I said, they don't know it yet, and I, I'm going to be the first one to tell y'all. In my huddle, in the meeting, the first thing I'm going to say to these boys is, I want y'all to look around. Yeah. <laughs> like, period. Just look around. Some of y'all, and like I said, I've been blessed and fortunate enough to play in crazy. I played at UGA. I played at Michigan where you're going to get hella fans regardless. Right. But some of them might not ever get this opportunity. And I just want them to understand and see that, yes, basketball helped you get here. But these people are here to support y'all as people. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And I don't want, I don't want people to think that they're just throwaways because right, right. in a sense in camden man it's looked at like that you play football and now with you're by yourself you know what i mean you played football you went to college cool now what i think here it's a good chance and a good uh way to just kind of bridge any gaps you have in generations yep. get everybody under there in one night and then have everybody enjoy what everybody in this city enjoys and that's basketball talking a little shit Having some pride. You know what I'm saying? Y'all know how it's going to be. Yeah, it's it's, it's, it's going to be live in there. You know what I'm saying? I right. think it's very, very good for the city to get back to doing this. And then it should be a thing where you have 
essentially Armstrong's old gym. Mm-hmm. You have, like I said, um, in Market Arena. I'm trying to think of any other bigger, bigger places. But shit, this Savannah State, those three gyms alone, there's no way we shouldn't be hosting high major basketball tournaments. Right, Not bullshit tournaments. Well, I mean, high major, like Chick-fil-A Classic. Facts. Like, yeah. everybody in the country should be coming at some point in time. Facts. So I'm excited for it, man. Absolutely. For what it means to Savannah alone. Yeah. For me, just being a, you know, a product of Savannah Town County Public School, being a girls alumni, I'm the only person, you know what I'm saying, that's the coach of his alumni. Right. You know what I'm saying? So to be able to, I've never had the opportunity to play in high school in a big gym like this. Like, I played, you know, a little nice-sized college and things like that, but I never got the opportunity to play in the Civic Center or to play in, you know, the Savannah States. Um, so for me, it's just an opportunity to, to really take advantage and to really embrace a situation that nobody – you know what I'm saying? Before me can say they did. You know, and I, like I said, I said it, uh, to WTOC, I lost a lot of homeboys that could really hoop. Yeah. I lost a lot of friends that could really, you know, do things. But I also got a lot of friends that basketball changed their lives. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I, I have Dominique Elliott that just called me. Like, Dominique went and saw the world basketball. James Sinclair, my cousin Tim. So a lot of times, and I, and I, I, I focus on... And sometimes I talk about the people we lost mm-hmm. and about how they didn't have the opportunity, but I don't talk about the ones that had the opportunity and they, they changed it. So to be able to see and be involved and have those guys come back, those guys get to come back and be a part of something, and, yeah. and they get to say, that boy, Kev, yeah. are you doing something? Because my game is the first ever high school game played in the in-market arena. Yeah. So I tell them kids right now, no matter what you do in your life, no matter what happened after this, Nobody can take away the history that you played the first ever high school game in the in-market arena. And I think for the city of Savannah, it's big because we see what's going on in Savannah. It's Scad Vanna. Right. You got Scad taking over. You got the ports taking over. So the stuff we pushing is a lot of things that, one, Scad, a lot of our kids not going to Scad. Two, all we pushing is the ports. Go to Longshoreman. Go to the logistics part of life. So for these kids to see something, to have an opportunity to to do and be a part of something that they probably never imagined is very, 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 it's, it's almost unbelievable. You know, shout out to Coach Gordon that's, you know, putting this together. Because, I mean, again, I don't have a gym. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of my kids have never been in an arena, let alone – Playing in one, you know what I'm right. saying? Me taking them to the Hawks game and taking them to see the University of Georgia play, yeah. man, that made them boys day. Like, them, man, we were sitting in nobly seats of the Hawks game. Them boys ain't care. Like, them boys were just happy to, to be somewhere they never saw before. Yeah, so, you yeah. telling me these kids get to be on the floor that they they might not never do this again? And you did that layup like you was in the nose, like you had a nose play. Come on, man. <laughs> you can't yeah, die. I, I, I ain't gonna lie. Now that I'm back thinking about that, I'm glad that it's passed. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So this year we taking the kids to either I the Charlotte Hornets. Like I mean, the, what they, the Hornets, right? The Hornets yeah, yeah, yeah. or the Orlando Magic. Go so way far. I'm about to send my letter. Don't I got to do it again. I already told, hey, Pablo. Pablo, ba yeah, Hey, yeah. man, make sure I, uh, I get to that skills challenge, yeah, my boy. Don't, don't, don't embarrass us. Like yeah, we trying to get to it again. The real, the real hey, problem. Hey, man, y'all got about to come with us now. Y'all yeah, pray with us. The, the, the real problem is that Fly J has just won the <laughs> <laughs> 
Like, like, come on, bro. Now she I want just won that Sunday. She yo. just won that Sunday. Me and Kev sat on this couch <laughs> and, watched and, watched the game. Watched the game. and then he go up there and pull that shit, man. Like, it's crazy. Hey, man, it's Simon fault, though. It's always Simon fault for you. You know what? You told me to take accountability. You know what? It was on me. Yeah, yeah there you go. That's yeah, gross right there, kid. It was on me. I'm proud of you, son. See, 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 see how that happened? It don't take long, man. Hey, but when Dennis Robin play for the Spurs? Don't for a minute, for a minute, man. Just don't worry about three. it. Yeah. On the way, nigga. Wow. Yeah, you one of the ones that's hooped and didn't watch. It's okay. Don't no, 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 Play no, no, for no, the no, Lakers no. too. You knew that. Yeah, that. All right, man. See, it's all right. Hey, man. Look, I want to wow. thank. Yeah, I want to <laughs> thank Kev and uh and George for coming out, man. This shit. On the number ten, I do remember this. <laughs> of course you do. <laughs> yeah, man. So shout out both y'all boys, man. Again, very proud of y'all boys, man. What y'all are doing. Um, can't wait for this year. I'm gonna be front and center as many games as possible. Um, I, I was just gonna say, man, I, I don't, I don't know if it's too early or not to say, but I, I just want to let y'all know that uh, Miles has already told me that he's gonna wear a Savannah High shirt when we beat Groves this year. Yeah, I will. You already I told will. me. I will. I got to work too. I, I didn't say that, <laughs> but well, I, I will. I will. I will. I, hey, man, I appreciate you for having me, though, for real, my boy. Yeah, I really turn my mic off. Yeah, for sure. Just don't let me wear that shirt. Man, this man here talking greasy, and I ain't wearing by Nathan. Talking greasy. Ain't nothing to talk about. Ain't nothing to talk about, man. So, again, appreciate everybody. Fuck with us first time, last time. Other times, our love on this side. Once again, you fuck with us. Fuck with us. If you don't. Don't you worry about it, bitch. I know somebody. (laughs) Don't you worry about it. Eat somebody. That's that's a fucking fat, man. So, again, until next time, peace and love. Yes, sir. Nigga, don't call me. Yeah, boo, talk your shit. Ooh, give me some more flavor.